Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Prenton Park for this Build Base FA Trophy quarterfinal. You're listening to live coverage of this afternoon's game with me, Paul Harper, communications assistant at Tramway Rovers. I am joined by Mr. Matt Hibbert. Hello! Host of the This Is Tramway podcast, which you can hear every single Wednesday evening from 6 o'clock. Yeah, right pl- here. Pleasure to be here. Hungover from Med last night, but pleasure to be here. Is there, is there a time when you are not hungover? Uh, Monday mornings. Okay. Oh, no, Monday nights. Monday nights. Yeah, every, every other time of the week. <laughs> it's pretty rough out there, baby. <laughs> okay, we're also joined by Mr. Jake Keogh, fresh from his trip to Barcelona. Jake? Yeah, he's back He's back and he's alive. He's missed out on the podcast this week. Just show, show up when I want, really, don't I? You want a, yeah. a scouting mission, though, weren't you, over in Where's there, Barcelona? Where's the first yeah, question. I, I was, um, I, I promised the lads I'd bring in the Esther back from Barcelona. However... When we got back to the airport, he weighed more than 20 kilograms and I didn't have enough money on my card to pay the excess, so we had to leave him there. You can't pay that sort of excess baggage, can you? So yeah, he had anyway, to stay where there. you fitted in the team? To be we, fair. We, we had this conversation before. I think with injuries, I, I think he, he'd maybe get on the bench and then from there... You, who can't, knows, drop, he you could, can't drop Jeff Hughes. No, no, I'd never drop Jeff Hughes. No, you can't drop Jeff Hughes. <laughs> And uh, you know, we're also going to be joined a little bit later by Ben Tollett, yeah. who very sadly is uh, missing out today's game through injury. But the next, be- me- next best place is obviously up here with us. Oh, uh, definitely. So he was looking for something to do, so we um, co-worked him up to the press box well, and said, would in- you like to Instead do of ripping their fullback inside out and apart, you can uh, give his insightful rip apart the footballing world of analysis with his insightful opinions and comments, which I have no doubt he's going to do. He right. could still really rip their full back inside out yeah. verbally from up here if he wants <laughs> well, is, to. Is he going to be able to sit still for an hour to 90 minutes, do you think? I've never seen Ben Stollett, ben Stollett sit down, so I hope this mic is long enough for him to run <laughs> up and down the press box. Well, let me give you the teams uh, before the game gets That's underway. So, Rovers team, a few changes um, to the lineup from Tuesday night's win Go over Borden Wood. So, it's Scott Davis in goal. Well, it's going to be a back three of Stephen McNulty, Michael Ahekwe and Richie Sutton. Two wing-backs, Lee Vaughan and Liam Rydalsh. Midfield, two of Jeff Hughes and Lewis Maynard. And then a forward line that consists of Jake Kirby, Andy Mangan, either side of Jake... Uh, I was going to say Jake Keogh then. <laughs> Cole Stockton. The reason why I said Jake Keogh is because I'm going to ask you what's your opinion. It was a similar team that started against I, Chelsea. I know we've got injuries, but if Jake Keogh's starting out wide, we're yeah, in we big are, trouble. Yeah, we're desperate. We've Do you know what? Ben Tollett in the commentary box, Jake Keogh on the pitch. <laughs> I'm disappointed because I wish I'd been told earlier. I haven't even got my boots. So, you know, I don't think I'll be able to play as well as I could. Them Winkle no, pickers will be fine to me. They'll be fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, the serious question then. We... Uh, Chelms, it's a very similar setup to tra- Chelms for the way, isn't it? And for me, what what a performance that was, Paul. It was some people had deemed that as well. It, it was a changed side, let's say, but the formation paid paid off perfectly on the day, and hopefully the same again today. Obviously, Matt, you were not Chelms for the way, but I was busy. I'm a busy man in the week. No, no, Chelms. I'm I'm not knocking that at all. It's no. not it's not everyone's choice of holiday, I suppose, no. but. <laughs> Obviously, no, fair play to you two for going down and doing some great commentary. Oh, what a night it was! It was an easy game to comment on, commentate <laughs> on when you're playing that well, isn't it? Absolutely. We have to break off because we've got special guests 
co-commentator now, Ben Tollett. Not only is he here, which is a pleasure in itself, but he's brought a carrier bag full of stuff, which obviously you're going to be sharing out. Uh, so, first of all, you must be gutted about the injury. Yeah, um, obviously, out for like the rest of the season and that, and it's, it's not not ideal because I was doing all right and we were playing well and we had a good little good little system going, um, which obviously, like you see, in first half of Bromley and then second half of Eastley and stuff like that. So, yeah, gut- gutted. Like, but I'll be I'll be in the gym literally non-stop with Phil, the fitness coach, and and I, the physio, working together, and I'll come back. I will be stronger, I'll be quicker, um, and I'll be could, could hopefully be a blessing in disguise, really, come back a, a different athlete. He's going to come back even quicker. You heard it here first. Unbelievable. Okay, so great to have you aboard. Um, I'll continue going through the teams for you. So, uh, Scott Davis, Lee Vaughan, Liam Rydalsh, Steve Minolte, Michael Heckway, Richie Sutton, Jake Kirby, Lewis Maynard, Andy Mangan, Cole Stockton, Jeff Hughes, and then on the bench for Rovers, Ian Turner, Stephen Jennings, Adam Mecky, Andy Cook, and James Norwood. And we might as well ask the expert while he's here. Um, what do you make of that lineup? Um, yeah, obviously, like we, we, we've got probably one of the, the, the best squads in the league. You know what I mean? We, we have. Um, and, like, you know, I, I'm injured, Jack's injured, we've got other injuries, but you can see, like, lads are coming in and if you take one lad out and put another lad in, it doesn't really affect anything. It's just uh, it's just as strong. Okay, right. yeah, I'll go through the uh, the Barry team quickly, but just before the teams come out. So Jonathan Flats in goal, Dan Rowe, Danny Livesey, Musa Diara, Nick Anderson, Luke Burke, Paul Turnbull, Jack Thomas, Richard Bennett, Jordan Williams, and Alex Ray Harvey is their starting eleven on the bench for Barry. Sean Tooten, Ross Hanna, Harry. Hannah Yotiao. <laughs> we hope to God that he does not come on. Uh, Liam Hughes and Matt Platt. Um, so it's an interesting lineup, particularly on the bench. I know that um, Matt Platt. I know Matt has done his uh, research on Barrows. Well, see, you sent me saying do do your research on Barrow. I got I took I got the wrong memo. I've I've done a lot of research on wheelbarrows this week. Do you know they were invented in the 17th century in the farming industry in the middle of England? So. Wheelbarrow facts for everyone. Excellent. This is this is the kind of insight you get got, on the uh, and as well. B- bizarrely, there's um, it's nothing to do with Barrow the place at all. Nothing to do with it. Oh, that's they do have wheels in there, but not wheel. You know, like there's no. You think there'd be a connection? Yeah, I'd, no. I'd hope someone somewhere has a wheel in Barrow. It's not like Fred Flintstone. The old. It yeah, takes a while. Just about have a I think they all came here on one tandem bicycle, one big long tandem. <laughs> There are a few, good few, uh, few hundred Barry fans. No, it's good, good turnout from them. Uh, so they've made the, the relatively long trip from Cumbria this afternoon. Good Can to I, see them. I think the pitch, I have to say, the pitch is in surprisingly good condition, isn't it? Considering. Well, let's ask somebody who knows who played on it on Tuesday. How's the pitch? How's the pitch playing? <laughs> well, it injured my knee, so it's not good. <laughs> um, no, I'm only messing. Um, yeah, it's to be fair. Oh, from, from up here, obviously, you can see like little brown patches and that, but it's flat, it's not that bad. The bobbles aren't bad. Um, it's, it's not in bad condition, really. It's, it'll have a little bit of zip on it today because of, obviously, the weather and that lately. Um, so hopefully, lad, like, the lads can get it down and start zipping it about and bop barrel around for a bit. Yep, so um, Quayley's going to be pleased with, uh, as Dave Higgins nearly takes my arm off. Uh, <laughs> Very firm pass on the shoulder <laughs> there from Dave Higgins. Um, so yeah, the pitch is, is looking okay. It's 
as as Tom said, there's a few little brown patches. Uh, wear and tear. This is game 37 played on the uh, pitch this season as we just get a little selfie. Um, so yeah, looking forward to today's game. We are potentially three games away from Wembley. So it's getting to an exciting stage of the uh, competition, lads. Yeah, definitely. Can I just put out there? After the Chelmsford game, I done a tweet about saying we were two wins away from Wembley and got a lot, got quite a lot of stick for that. About because there's two legs in the semi-final, which I wasn't aware of. But I'm just going to put out there now for all the people telling me we don't need, we need more than two wins. We could get to Wembley with no wins in 90 minutes. So I was correct. What do a Portugal in the Euros? Yeah, exactly. Portugal done in the Euros. I'd take that. So the Rockford Files is blasting out from the PA system. So that only means one thing: the two teams are walking out. To a good round of applause as the uh, crowd is filling up here at Prentice Park. No, it looks like a good turnout. To be fair, decent turnout compared to the uh, the previous two rounds that we've had here. Big so Steve's going to the armband. Go through the teams once again. So Mickey Mellon just takes the uh, warm round of applause from the uh, three sides of the ground. You don't realise until you start talking just how loud the PA system is. Oh yeah. You know, I don't think it helps that we all sat right underneath a speaker. But yeah. Up at the top of the stand, it's really it, it shakes up here when when Richie starts talking down up here. It does. It's like Storm Doris all over again. Not that I was here to. I'm sure we hear more of uh, Jake's tales from Barcelona as we uh, as the afternoon progresses. But uh, for now, we are just a couple of minutes away from kickoff. The referee is just drawing the captains to the centre circle. I mean, can Richie keep his voice down? Does he know we're trying to commentate here? Fan mail in the press box. I don't know if he realises he's got a microphone because he seems to scream as loud as he yeah, can. Does he know he's got a mic attached to his mouth? <laughs> Richie, keep it down, mate. You don't we're need trying to, to shout to all four corners oh, of the goes. ground. We're trying to, make, trying to make some wry observations here. So... Ben Tollett has just received a Get Well Soon card live in the press box. Who off? Who's it, who's it off to? I'll give him a shout. Uh, Your secret admirer? It's, it's Les, Leslie Roach, I think it is. Um, thanks, Leslie. <laughs> yeah, nice little message inside. So Tollett is getting all the, uh, all the attention, <laughs> which uh, Matt Hibbert normally takes. Yeah, where's my card? <laughs> I think that, no that does go to show. Let just check me DMs. <laughs> I think that does go to show the form that Ben has been in in the past few months, that the fans are really... It's a massive blow for the fans that he's... <laughs> Sorry, we're, just, up, yeah. we're distracted <laughs> watching Ben try and rebuild his envelope after he's ripped it apart to put the card back in. <laughs> but he's managed to do it, he's got the card back in the envelope. And we are about to kick off here, Charmy Vibado, full 90-minute commentary, and it's live! <laughs> Welcome to the official Tramway Rovers Radio. Yep. Live on Mixalar across the world. Thank you for joining us if you have. Um, someone has said, can we listen to it again? We will be saving this after the game. So, yeah, you'll be able to listen back if you particularly want to. It's a particularly good game. We're underway. Tramway are attacking uh, towards the Cowshed stand the in the first half. Willow Catering. Oh, sorry, yeah, the Willow Catering stand. stand. Sorry. 
And uh, the ball goes forward towards Cole Stockton, but a Musa Diara heads it out of play, and Rovers have got throwing over there on the far side. One of the many Diaras in football that I, you know, you, it seems the, to be one's playing from the very top to the very bottom. Yeah, the he's Diara. the Diara who scored a rather comical own goal in the FA Cup game we played against him, uh, where he flicked the ball into his own goal. Early corner the for the Whites. Have a corner. Let's see if Musa Diara can bury another one for the Whites early doors. Not as quick as the goal on Tuesday night, but. We get another one pre 60 seconds. More to the point, the in swinging corner. It is an in swinger, which obviously, if Tar was taking him, it would be an out swinger, which Jeff Hughes whips it. Matt doesn't like. He swings it into the box. Richie Sutton is Richie Sutton it, going but, for uh, the, the FA Trophy. Jonathan Flat just gets to the ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's, he's looking for his fourth goal in the FA Trophy, which. Let's put him up there in the uh, goal scoring rankings. It's more goals than he scored his entire life, including on the park and in school. <laughs> I actually saw him score a couple of goals in training last end of last season, but there we go. Turn Cole. Cole's that's a foul. Plays it yeah. out to Liam Rydow, who gets brought down by the number 22, who is Luke Burke. Cole Stockton, who is available to sponsor. Still hasn't had his away, home and away shared sponsor. If I should point out, um, we've got a comment the commercial department have taken over. We've here. got a comment from Bobby Fisher, who claims the wheelbarrow uh, was date, actually dates from... Uh, 118 AD, so obviously I've been there getting my facts incorrect. So Jeff Hughes swings the ball into the penalty area. Is oh. that man Richie Sutton trying to get on the end of it? Mangan plays it into Kirby. Kirby. Tries to get a shot away, but it's blocked by Danny Livesey. Good, good early pressure from Tramia. Yeah, I like it. Come out the blocks well. Good early, good early start, Sal. Yeah, they haven't even been in our half yet, I don't think. Um, yeah, just back, I, I think... We're playing with, with wing backs, I think. Um, so if we can if we can try and get like, the wing backs one on one with their one on one with their wide men and bring one of the centre mids over that we've got spare in the middle, then we should uh, should dominate down the sides hopefully. So our balls played forward towards Andy Mangan, it's headed away though by Livesey. But Jeff Hughes flicks it back, but only as far as Paul Turnbull and Barrow back in possession. They're kicking towards the Beverton Cop ends. Steve. Or the North Star Environmental Cop Stand, as we should call it. You're such a corporate chill. We are. If anyone wants to sponsor the programme, uh, get in touch. Paul H at trammyrovers.co.uk. Anyone wants to sponsor me, get in touch. <laughs> so Richie is going to take a throw in over on the far side, in front of the Johnny King. I can see uh, a lot of good friend Mr Chris Wood in his uh, bobble hat over on the far side. I'll have to invite him up here sometime. Steve McNulty heads the ball out of play. And we can do the Steve yeah. down the microphone. Chamia fans in good voice already. And so, to be fair, the Barrow fans in the away end. A good number of the Barrow fans as well, to be fair. Yeah, it's one the of the... estimate of the crowds, do you reckon? Well, Ooh, again, three. it's normally my forte. I'm, I'm going to say 3-5. Oh, it's hard, to, it's hard to see the main stand while you're actually in True. it. True. <laughs> I'm going to go with... But we're right at the back, though, to be three, fair. 3-7. I'm going 3-7-9. 3,790. So, Jeff Hughes plays it into Liam Rydow. She gets the ball back, rather fortunately, but he's uh, taken down. Nothing given by the referee. That'll be a Tramia throw. Who this evening, uh, this afternoon even, is Scott Oldham. Who refereed the game where Tull went on a 50-yard run to score a brilliant goal at Gateshead, just to let you know. Just trying to big his ego up while he's not playing. <laughs> he's still very much in our thoughts. And obviously sat next to me as well, so could do with 
do without the Garner-esque rib uh, tickles. So Mackett, closed down by Jordan Williams, gets the ball back to Scotty Davis, who clears his lines. Looking for Cole Stockton, but Livesey's there. And Jeff Hughes picks the ball back up in the centre circle. It's really good play by Jeff Hughes. Turns around. Mangi just gets caught in possession. He was offside though, so. I said it. Referees called it back for a free I said kick. it with the Chelmsford fixture. I'll say it again about Cole Stockton. He offers that. It's very similar to Andy Cook with Jake Kirby. He's a centre man with Kirby and Mangan playing either side of him, isn't he? And he offers that that massive, the big target to bring it down or knock it either side. And KB and Mangan both, again, looking very quick to try and peel off him from these long balls. And last time I said it worked, so hopefully one's going to pay off shortly, Paul. Yeah, well, we're going to get a bit of tactical insight from Mr Tollett, who completely disagrees with what Jake has just said. I was going to uh, say, you've got no place for serious tactical analysis on this commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about wheelbarrows or leave. As uh, the big tall centre-half, Diara, challenges for the ball. I don't think anyone's going to beat him in the air. Any idea what's going on? The ball in goes out of play straight for a uh, goal kick. In the bottom of the cop there, where there's like hazard tape over there by the chairs. I've no idea. I think we just had a load of tape that we wanted to use. Yeah, I used uh, to have a lot of tape. Me, like let that. me get that tactical insight now from uh, from Tol, while uh, there's a bit of a lull in the play. So, yeah. Jake said it was going to be Stockson with Mangan and Kirby either side. You don't see it that way. No, no. Uh, playing three at the back with four across the middle. Um, obviously, like wing backs, which is right, which is rides and Vaughan. It's going to cut off as the ball goes into the box. Rydal has to be clear. Has to be alert, sorry, to clear the danger at the back post. And Rovers back in possession. Go on, Tom. Uh, yes, th three at the back, um, four across the middle. Jeff and Lois centre mids with Jake playing behind Mangan Cole. Uh, it's, I think it's two out and out front men with Jake in the hole behind. Yeah, so it looks like Jake's going to just. When we're defending, I'm sure it's going to be five across the midfield, and then um, obviously Jake's going to support Cole and Mangi up front. So you're not missing any of the action. It's Tranmere Rovers nil, Barrow nil. We've played for six and a half minutes in this FA Build Base Trophy quarter final at Prenton Park. Thank you for your company. Listen to the official Tranmere Rovers mixer as uh, Scotty Davis kicks the ball forward. Headed back by Diara, only as far as Richie Sutton, goal machine. And Lee Vaughan has it on the right-hand side. Finds Kirby. Does well to get control of the ball, but he's uh, run down a blind alley a little bit. And uh, Barrow can clear the lines, and it's back with uh, Big Steve Minolte, who uh, tries to dummy himself, oh, and he loses oh, the ball. Not good for Jordan Williams man. on the left-hand side. He's looking for support. There's nobody there. And Minolte Steven holds his hand up. He knows well. he uh, made a bit of an error there. He immediately holds his hands up. The big man says it was his fault. But he's recovered and put the ball out for a Barrow corner. And we played seven and a half minutes. So it's a Barrow corner, left-hand side. And I've forgotten that. I've also got to do the Twitter. So bear with me. So Jake is going to talk you through the corner kick. Yeah, it's... Um Steve McNulty's done well to get back there. He's not maybe not well known for his blistering pace or his legs down the line. No. But as he lost the ball there, Jordan Williams tried to dart off but couldn't get past him. Steve McNulty just tapped it out for a corner, which is in swinging as we speak. Only as far as McNulty again, who's headed out. Only as far as Jordan Williams, who's ran the ball out for a trammy throw in, Matt. It's good defending by Jeff Hughes. He's just tried to show him the only way he can go is out. 
He's tried to go around Jeff Hughes, overhit it, Alfred Tramia throw, down by the corner flag by the cop. Mike Heckway calling to get the. Looks like someone that's been worked on the setup of the throw in here. Yeah, it's interesting seeing us play this different formation. I've not seen us play it before under Mickey. With the um, three centre halves, the wing backs, and Vaughan and Rydell. So it'll be interesting to see how it works. It's obviously something in his mind that he'd like to try. And I think the FA Trophy games give us a chance to try it. As Bado get the ball in the Tramia box, bobbling around. On the left hand side, and look to get the ball in the box. Blocked well by Louis Maynard. Headed clear, but straight back to Bado on the edge of the Tramia box. Good possession from Barron. It's going to be a free kick to Bado. Over Sad by the Buller Road stand, about away. 30 yards out. Good pressure from Bado in the last uh, two or three minutes. Some good defensive work from Lewis Maynard in the build up to that. And he's he's one who last season, Verte took his fair bit of stick last season, I think. But Unfairly he's, so. He's really, really come out this season, I think. He's won everyone over. I, I, I was never particularly against them but I think a lot of the people the boo boys who weren't too keen on Louis Maynard I think he's definitely a fan favourite now I'd say yeah 100% so, free kicks whipped in towards the back post but no danger for Scott Davis who uh, comes off his line I think Louis Maynard's found his up. position now that one right so in front he launches of it um, towards the onrushing just in front of the back four to the uh, to the battle goalkeeper we need a bit of a closer connection because we're talking over each other I think. <laughs> Paul I can't hear you over there what are you saying <laughs> we've got the entire press box between ourselves <laughs> ball goes forwards Minotti clears his lines plays it out wide to Lee Vaughan who looks forwards tries to find Lewis Maynard but it's the big man Diara who is about 7 foot 5 tall at least man mountain <laughs> He's a big fella, isn't he? He's at least two foot bigger than Jake Kirby and Andy Mangan. So, Michael Ahekwe plays the ball forward, looking for Mangan. Tries a little flick towards Stockton, but it runs through to Diara. Yeah, he just he needs just to get hold of the ball, the ball there, doesn't straight he? Straight to Scott Davis. Yeah, Sorry, he, he just needs some Andy there. If he can just. He had space to turn, but uh, he's tried the early flick to Cole and it's not quite come off. So Hughesy brings the ball forward. He's looking for the run of Lee Vaughan, but I think Anderson is going to get there first. Oh, yeah. And Mangi goes across. Andy Mangan comes across, but he was in an offside position. Linesman's flag goes straight up. Assistant referee, sorry. And uh, Barrow get a chance to clear the lines. We have been playing for 11 minutes exactly. It's Tramway Rovers nil, Barrow nil in the build base FA Trophy quarterfinal. You are with me, Paul Harper, communications assistant here at the Tranmere Rovers. Jake Keogh, Matt Hibbert, host of the um, This Is Tranmere podcast. And uh, injured winger Ben Tollett is also with us this afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. We're in treble figures for the first time, I think. Yeah. So thank you very much for your company this afternoon as the ball is played forwards. Cole Stockton's chasing it, but he's run straight through to goalkeeper Jonathan Flat. And uh, Barry will again have a chance to clear their lines. It's not been a bad first 12 minutes for both teams, has it? We've both had no real chances, but there's been some decent play. And to, again, Barrow aren't here to sit back and defend. They're here to try and get forward. And Flick finds Jordan Williams on the edge of the box. Oh. He's fallen nicely for him. He's fired it into the roof of the net. And Barrow have opened the deadlock after 12 minutes. Ball was played forward by the goalkeeper. 
It was deflected off Michael Ahekwe. It fell perfectly for Jordan Williams, just on the edge of the penalty area. He took a touch to steady himself. He fired it into the roof of the net. It's Tramir nil, Bado one. It's one of those ones where the ball's gone on. We've, the first head is by the bad man. He's flicked it on. Ahekwe's gone to clear it, and it's just rebounded off. Was it Jordan Williams? It fell perfectly for him to smash into the top corner. It's a great finish. But it's one of them when your luck's not in, your luck's not in. That clearance could have gone anywhere, and it's one nil to Barrow. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a matter of luck, that isn't it? That could quite easily have ricocheted off Jordan Williams' knee after it after it's come off Equay, ricocheted off Jordan Williams and gone out for a corner or I mean for a goal kick or a throwing. But it's just one of them, and hopefully the Tramia players can reply quickly. As Jeff Hughes with a miss hit pass, commentator's kiss of death there, G. Yeah, maybe. I'll stay quiet, I think. It is uh, 13 minutes played. It's Tramia nil, Barrow 1, if you're just joining us. Jordan Williams has literally just put Barrow ahead. The Bluebirds pick the ball up on the edge of the penalty area after a deflection. The ball deflected off Michael Ahekwe. I don't think there was a great deal. He could have done better. Fell nicely for Williams, and he took a touch and then fired into the roof of the net. Yeah, good challenge by Stockton, but he's penalised. Not a lot Scott Davis could have done there either. He's, he's come out, he's made himself big, but Jordan Williams has just put his foot through it, has he? And smashed it home into the roof of the net. It's a really good, good finish. finish from the striker, great finish from the striker. The Irish Tommy Rovers Supporters Club wish Ben Tollett well in his recovery. So another nice message for you there. Yeah. The Irish Tramere Supporters Association wish you well. Um, luckily that wasn't on Mike. As <laughs> Ballo come forward again. Wide with number 22, Luke Burke. Tries to get the ball into the box, but Jeff Hughes is there. Stands strong and he clears the lines. Only as far as uh, Livesey though. And the ball's played down the right-hand side for Ballo. Liam Rydowsch clears the lines and it bounces off Luke Burke. Out for a Tranmere throw-in. Deep in our own territory. 14 and a half minutes played, it's Tramir nil, Barrow 1. The one thing I'd say about this formation and the personnel on the pitches, I do struggle just to see the creativity on there without, obviously, without, you know, Ben's injured, Dunny's injured. Just, I don't see quite the pace up there. Obviously, we've got the wing-backs, but it'll be interesting to see how we do for the rest of the 75 minutes. Stephen Naughty launches the ball forward, looking for stops him. But again, it's a... Uh Tall Barrow defence to pick the ball up and it's fallen for number eight Harvey, Alex Ray Harvey 25 yards out but his shot goes way over the crossbar into the cop. Again that it's just it's fortunate for Barrow in the build up there the ball sort of pinballing around the middle of the park Jeff Hughes can't quite get enough on it just deflects it out wide and it just happens to roll into the path of a Barrow man who's coming forward and it's just it, Barrow seems to be getting the, the look at the minute and hopefully that's not the tail of the day, Matt. No, I mean, the, again, the ball's... It's been a bit hectic in the middle, hasn't it, the last five minutes or so? The ball's, like you say, pinballing about. We've just got to try and get it down. We've got footballs in the team. We've got Jeff Hughes, Andy Mangan. You know, get the ball down, try and play some football. So, Cole starts in, wins the header, but it's... Poor header. Straight to a red shirt. Paul Turnbull launches the ball skywards. Cole's got to do better there for me. 
So Rydouch finds it to Hekway. He's looking for options. Plays the ball forward long, looking for Mangan. Goes over the defender's Ooh. head. He flicks it on. Danny Livesey trying to find his goalkeeper. It's gone out of play and it's a Tranmere corner. Dangerous good, play there. Good defending from Danny Livesey there. Great ball over his head. Not much else he could have done with that. Was Andy Mangan was hot on his heels behind him and if he lets that bounce, I don't think the keeper would have come out together. I think that was landing straight on Andy Mangan's foot. One thing you don't want is Andy Mangan sniffing right behind you, do you? Oh, no. So we don't have the uh, the beauty of tolls in swinging corners, but Jack so Hughes is going to take it on so the left side. it'll be the outswinger. An outswinger. Oh. Doesn't be the first man, though. Cardinal sin. Liam Rydalsh picks up the pieces. Back to Hughes on the left wing. This one His does. cross is deep. Goes oh. straight out of play over the far post. Goalkeeper is flapping, trying to get it, but it's gone straight out of play. And Barrow, we're going to have a chance to clear the lines. He's we done well. Kick. He's done well to dig it out. To be honest, he was right on the byline, mm. and I was surprised. It was a decent ball in, but that's much better from the Whites getting four, putting them under pressure. Jonathan Flat nearly bent himself and off on that goalpost, yeah. then, didn't he? For a second, it looked like it was about to dip in the far corner. <laughs> As we have played 17 minutes, it is Tramia nil, Bado 1 in this FA Trophy quarter-final. Good header back by Steve McNulty. Scotty Davis picks it up as Tramia looks to push on and try and get that equaliser. Come on, boys. We want, we want that Wembley trip, don't we? We do indeed. Yeah. I've got Ben Tollett sat next to me. He's like a, he's like a little child. He's desperate to be on this pitch. Oh. Um, which we all obviously want for uh, Tull to be out there, but... He'll be back soon and quicker and faster and stronger than ever, he assures us. His Rovers win a free kick sort of midway into the uh, battle half. Don't worry, Ben, when you're back next season, we'll be in the Football League. You just get yourself ready for the Football League, son. So, it's Richie Sutton. Picks the ball up midway in the battle half. Jeff Hughes now looks for Mangan. Zips the ball in as probably a bit too much pace on that one Mangan couldn't quite control it but Tram is still in possession Lee Vaughan on the right hand side ball's chipped forward but I think Mangan was in a offside position yeah it's not straight through to the goalkeeper it's not quite clicking up front at the minute is it for the front three you have uh, Stocks and Mangan and Kirby but plenty of time left thank you for joining us on the official Tram Rovers Mixalar 19 minutes gone it's Tram and they'll barrow one Jordan Williams opened the scoring for Barrow on 12 minutes. There's not been too many goal-scoring chances at the other end. No. Someone's just asked what the team is this afternoon, so I'll quickly run through it. We've got Scott Davis in goal, a defensive Lee Vaughan, Liam Rydell, Steve McNulty, uh, Michael Hickway, Richie Sutton, a midfielder, Louis Maynard and so Jeff Hughes. Going to interrupt it as Lee Vaughan plays the ball forward. Stockton, who manages to fizz it across, oh. but only as far as Danny Livesey, who plays it out for the throw-in. Carry on, Matt. Run through the team. Um, yeah, midfield, Louis Maynard, Jeff Hughes. Then at front three of Jake Kirby, Cole Stockton and Andy Mangan. Very much a 3-5-2. This cross comes into the box, but Jonathan Flat is there to catch. Above Andy Mangan. And again, the goalkeeper is at least six inches taller than the... It was uh, a big opportunity, that, wasn't it? The ball to Cole Stockton is a split second earlier. He's got a chance to shoot. Good. Back in possession. We've had a note. Good morning from the mildly, mildly Baltic Chicago. Did you realise that we had fans listening from that far, Ben? 
Do you realise there's, there's people from all over the world paying no, attention I, when you're scoring I goals? Think that's Chicago in Wallace, isn't it? Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I know Tommy is big life, but I didn't know <laughs> stretch to America, to be fair, <laughs> but fair play. Welcome aboard. All supporters. And ironically, the username is Beat the First Man, which we did not do on our last corner. So. <laughs> Hall obviously would He's just made that username man. upon listening. <laughs> to Barrow with a throw in on the right hand side. Luke Burke good. tries to beat Liam Ride Really he good defending. Uh, Great defending from Rides. Does well. Finds Cole Stockton, who in turn finds Mangan. And Jake Kirby's oh, by number 19. That's Jack Thomas. And that's a free kick for Rovers. On the left touchline. They are a big physical side, this barrel lot, aren't they? Mm. There's not too many uh, short players in that team, is there? There's a few no, six not. here. And Ross Hanna is quite a proven striker in this league, isn't he? Doesn't get near the start on 11. I think that's something to do with the fact that he's below six foot. Yeah. So that's a ball forward looking for Lee Vaughan, but Nick Anderton clears his lines and he clears the Johnny King stand in yeah. doing so. No, when you say that Musa Diara is seven foot five and he's the smallest player in their team, that says something, <laughs> doesn't it? Well, honestly, so he's got to be one of the tallest. Andy Mangan. I don't know. Who the, yeah, he must be one of the tallest players in this league, Musa Diara. Ooh, heard the clash of uh, clash of feet there. Oh, that that doesn't look does good for no. Jake on the far side. This does not, not look good, good at for all. Is it Lee Vaughan. This does not look good at there. all. Both players went for the ball. Jake Kirby's waved his hands as if to say, "A lot of people." The players still waving over to waving get the the on. Saying, "Get over it quick." Lee Vaughan's on the floor, his hand in the air, saying, oh, it's a, we're, "We're some way away from that. We're at the top of the main stand. That's just below the cow, the far corner of the cow shed, and you, you could really hear that the." the the smack, couldn't you? And yeah. Obviously, the stretchers in no rush, as always. Lovely stroll in the park for them, as Lee Vaughan looks like he's in a lot of pain down yeah, there. Die, the physio is also be. quite urgently urging the stretcher on here. This isn't good at all. This looks very, very bad indeed. There are eight medical staff, nine, ten medical staff rushing onto the pitch, and um, this doesn't look good for Jake Kirby, so we with one man who's out for the rest of the season. Uh, it's not looking particularly good for Jake Kirby, so we wish, hope that everything's okay, but I mean, the stretch is on the pitch. It was a completely innocuous challenge as well, wasn't it? It was, it was two just players. two players going for the ball, yeah. and then you just did a bit of a, a bit of a clash, and, and Jake is immediately waved to the bench to try and get the, uh, the physio on. No, and there's a weird lull, isn't there, all over the entire stadium yeah. that way? It's. You want to say on there? I think, I think like I'm the ball's just come across Jake's path, and he's he's went to he's, he's got his back to the man, and as he's turned to try and hook it into the box, the the, the lads just like it, it like innocently just there uh, towed the ball away, and I think Jake's wellied the bottom of his boot, and I mean you heard it from here, it sounded horrible, and um, it doesn't obviously it doesn't look good, but uh, I just. I mean, I, I know what it, I know what it's like for me at the minute, and I know what he's going to be feeling like now. And I just feel like you know, it's it's horrible for him. It's proper, honestly. It's you can't you can't describe it to be fair. So we're we wishing Jake well, as he's being dealt with by all the medical staff at the club. There must there must be nearly ten or fifteen medical personnel surrounding him. And all all credit to the Barrow physio as well, who rushed on. 
he was straight on, wasn't he? Even Jonathan Flat, the Barrow goalkeeper, was quick to, quick to run over and start waving his arms towards the benches, wasn't he? I think yeah. all the players surrounding that were immediately concerned by what had happened. It, it was one of them. It, it, it wasn't a foul. It wasn't a bad. It was just. It's it's just a collision, isn't it? And unfortunately, it looks like it might be a collision where Jake's come off. Well, Jake has come off worse, but. Unfortunately, fingers crossed. It's yeah, it's not as not bad as, as, it bad looks. as first seems. As Adam Mecky looks like he's going to be the replacement, he's currently stripped off down on the sideline. Oh well, there's no way that Jake can carry on. Is he's definitely going off, but it's yeah, just he's a matter of currently getting strapped into the stretcher. But fingers crossed, it's not as serious as it looks. So a warm round of applause, including from the uh, Barry supporters. Yeah. Behind the goal. Um, you're listening to the official Trammy Rivers Mix of Art. We're here at Prenton Park for live full commentary of Trammy against Barrow. And uh, our best wishes and thoughts are with Jake Kirby, who's been stretched off. Everyone around us is uh, giving him a warm round of applause. Hoping it's not as bad as it initially appears. So and Jake it, Kirby's being stretched off, and Adam Mecky is going to uh, be replacing him. So I'm sure all the uh, Rover supporters are going to be wishing Jake a speedy recovery. So as Richie says, Adam Mecky comes on to replace the injured Jake Kirby, and um, he's got the oxygen uh, mask on as well so wishing Jake well but the uh, the game is about to get back underway he's up, I mean. so the game's back underway and as I say wish uh, Jake well right hopefully bizarre the decision by the uh, by the referee it's given a foul against Lee Vaughan on the far side so Barrow are going to have another opportunity to get Musa Diara in the opposition penalty area all 7 foot 5 of him I may have exaggerated a little bit he's no, tall no I'm, I'm having at least 6 7 six. I'm having at least 6 foot 7 he is a big big man as the corner is taken quickly and, and uh, short Alex Ray Harvey tries to put the ball in the box Lee Vaughan cuts it out and it's a Barrow corner got to hope Tramier can almost take Jake out of the mind now for the, no, they've just got the to rest of this first half and kick on quickly yeah we've got to try and regroup and it's hard to get it out of your head when you see one of your teammates go down with a, what looks like a bad injury but no maybe we can hopefully we can spare them on yeah hopefully it's a bit of drive in the Tramier team now so if, if a Cup semi-final weren't enough to want urge them on as Scott Davis throws the ball forward and urges the team out to get out quickly. Oh, he's gone the wrong way there. If Andy Mangan turns and gets his head up, Lee Vaughan is in on the right-hand side. That's got to be a foul on Lee Vaughan, surely. Well, how that's not a foul, I'll never know. 
Uh, from here, it looks like it. And you can normally tell by the reaction of the fans, can't you? In the 10 or so who were on that front row there, right where it happened, all of them jumping up, waving their arms in the air at the referee. Lee Vaughan's almost like a ragdoll down there, weren't he? Well, Lee Vaughan's got goal side of his man. And just been thrown back behind. Yeah, Pick, ironic cheers as up the referee and moved. gives a decision. No, we've just got to try and um, try and keep our heads here. So, Scott Davis is going to get the game back underway, as we say. Got to try and, and get that minutes. injury to Jake Kirby out of our minds. Yeah, I mean, obviously, best wishes to Jake from everyone here. I mean, it's never nice to see any any well, anyone full stop get injured in that manner. Especially one of your own. Yeah, it, it, it was one of them. I mean, straight away we said this, in, it was instant. When the opposition goalkeeper is waving the physio on immediately, you know it's not good. So Rovers back in possession. Stephen Nolte takes a touch. Then the outside of his foot. Bends the ball around the, the uh, onrushing attacker. Finds Michael Ahekwe, who finds Stockton. Looks out wide. Vaughan oh, had made a run, but he just delayed the pass a bit too long. I feel like his touch just got away from a bit too much then. It was, the pass was never really on to Vaughan, unfortunately. To the touch was better then. the build-up play up a little bit. As Minolte plays the ball forward, looking for Maynard. It's gone over him. It's gone over Maynard's head and, and out right, for oh, a goal there. kick. Been playing for 29 minutes. We obviously had a rather long stoppage for Jake Kirby's injury. It's Tramir Rovers nil, Barrow one. You're listening to live full 90-minute commentary here on the official Tramir Rovers radio. Thank you very much for joining us. You'll be able to listen to myself, Matt and Jake again on Wednesday evening from 6 o'clock for This Is Tramir Live, a live podcast. Yeah, on our weekly show. And if anyone wants to get involved uh, and actually come in to, the, to uh, record with us, then get in touch. We will uh, welcome you with open arms, as we did Mr. Jamie Burst, a.k.a. Mickey Mellon, as Barrow come forward and the ball's played towards Jordan well, Williams, but Scott Davis. Davis comes out and collects the ball. And he throws the ball out rather too quickly to Jeff Hughes, who was under pressure. Scott again, the no. Goalkeeper clears his lines, but the ball's played forward and it as goes was back to the Tramway goalkeeper who holds his hand up. As was Steve McNulty earlier, he's very quick to apologise there, weren't he, Paul? So, yeah, I think he was trying to get the build up play a little bit quicker as I wanted, but it was a bit too quick that time and uh, Jeff Hughes had a man right up his backside. Didn't have too many options. Rovers almost conceded possession as ball bounces back into. The red shirts of Barrow and Richie Bennett comes forward. He's looking to get a shot away on his left foot. He bursts forward. He runs into Stephen Nolte, though. The big man just shields the ball back to Scott Davis. And I'm not sure if he's looking for a penalty there. It's he's got to be a comedian if, he he wants to, if he's saying that's a foul. Like, Richie Bennett's old enough to know. If you run into a wall, it's not going to end forward. well. And Musa Diara heads the ball out of play under not so much pressure. So Chamier got a corner on the right Come on, Chamier. So 31 and a half minutes played. It's going to be an in-swinger, Matt. It's got to be an in-swinger, always an in-swinger, and beat the first man. That's all we ask. 
So, if anyone who's new to uh, listening to us, oh, Matt enjoys the swing. Yeah! There it is! Corner coming for Hughes! It fell to the feet of Michael Hegway, who slams the ball home for eight yards. It's Chandler Rivers one, Bono one. Michael Hegway makes no mistake with that one. Usually you look at Mike Hegway as a threat in the air, don't you? The ball's dropped to him. Very Andy Cookers finished there massively, just smashes it below the keeper. He was about four yards out from goal. <laughs> he's about four yards out from goal, and he's got about 4,000 people in front of him in the <laughs> six-yard box, and he's found his way through and smashed it home. And it is game on here at Pretton Park. It is Tramier Rovers 1, Bado 1, and we have played 30, uh, 32 minutes in this FA Trophy quarter-final. Is Wembley back on the cards, Jake? Oh, it most definitely is back on the cards. The pr crowd of Brenton Park here certainly picked up with that goal as well. Exactly what we needed now, just going into the last 15 minutes before half-time. Let's get uh, Toll's thoughts on the goal. So, great corner by uh, Hughes. He gave the goalkeeper all sorts of problems right under his crossbar and it fell to Hekway. Does he do that in training? Yeah, that's the aim. Just try and whip in the ball as, as much as you can. Um, bit of fizz try and put it right under the nose of, it, of, uh, of the keeper and that and hopefully someone gets across it and I don't know whether it was the keeper or the defender headed it away and hit Michael on the knee and he's controlled it well mm. and six yards out just uh, all he had to do was that hit hard and going in he did um, good finish by him he doesn't really finish really in training to be fair but yeah, he's done alright there give him that one credit indeed from uh, Ben Sollett to uh, teammate Michael Ahekwe Jake said it was Andy Cook-esque finishing. Would you agree? Yeah, Cookie likes to just leather his foot right through the ball yeah. as much as he can. And uh, I think Michael's been watching out the window a little bit when we go back <laughs> out in the afternoon to do a bit of fish finishing there. So, yeah, good on him. Good finish. So it's Tramir 1, Barrow 1. We have been playing for 33 and a half minutes. It's been an eventful opening to the game. As Adam Mackey, who's come on for the injured Jake Kirby, just wins the ball, but it goes out of play for Barrow throwing. So 12 minutes, Barrow opened the scoring through Jordan Williams. And then on 32 minutes, just a couple of minutes ago, Michael Ahekwe slammed the ball home from six yards to equalise for Rovers. So Jake Kirby has gone off. And Adam Mackey has come on. And he's uh, fitted in exactly where Jake was playing just behind the front two of Mangan and Stockton. We'll run through the teams when there's a bit of a lull in play, but the ball's gone forward. Andy Mangan's harrying the defender. He's played it back to goalkeeper Flat, who clears his lines. But it's gone straight out of play, and Tramir back in possession with a throw-in on the left-hand side. Certainly been on top the last five minutes, Tramir. Badu had a good little spell for ten minutes after he scored. But we're right back in this game now, and it's all to play for with ten minutes to go to half-time. So Michael Hackway. Fresh from his goal-scoring prowess a couple of minutes ago. Takes his throw-in down the left-hand side, looking for Stockton. It's nodded away, and Hekway tries to pick up the pieces, but he can only hook it out of play. Slightly less accurate nice from Hekway there. by the uh, steward on the, uh, the sideline. The record stands, by the way. This one wasn't Richie Sutton, but we've had a centre-half score in every round of the <laughs> FA Trophy so far. So I'm sure Sutty will be looking to get on the score sheet once again as a ball forward by Maynard. It's just too far ahead of the uh, forward rushing 
Mangan and yeah. Mackie. If he just gets his head up there, Louis Maynard, you can see Lee Vaughan is bombing down the right-hand side in acres of space, but he already had in his brain try and slip Andy Mangan in. So flat plays the ball forward. Good header. Only his father's the head of Jeff Hughes. He finds Mackie. Adam yes. Mackie's got a point to prove here today, hasn't he? Obviously, with the unfortunate injury to Benders. Maybe a position there which Adam would be trying to put himself into now, I'd imagine. Nice turn by Mackie's looking forward. He hits one, Ooh. which Livesey deflects out of play. Yeah, it's a Tramir corner on the right hand side. Good play by Adam Mickey there. Yeah, he's, he, like I said, he's got a point to prove and he started lively while he's been on now, Mackie. Started very well. He shot, made, looked like a good effort for me before the deflection. Target, yeah. I think it was going to at least test the keeper. Oh, oh! We're nearly out. Talk. The ball came in from the right-hand side, deflected, pinballed around the penalty box, fell to Stephen Nolte, tried to do a similar finish to Michael Aquay, but his his finish just deflects, and it must have deflected off a Tramir player because Barry have got a throw in on this far side. But apologies, Matt and I were too busy groaning there. Too busy saying the ball was describing the action. Come on. Professional so, boys, come on. Caught in the moment there, watching it, it, Steve McNulty smash ball after ball against it, it, yeah, every it, defender in the box, as it, it looked. It was a right hole goal mouth <laughs> scramble, wasn't it? First rule of, of radio, no dead air. It's a great header, McNulty. Get up, by the player. That's not a foul in a million years. So, Barrow in possession on their right-hand side. Diagonal ball played forward. Scott Davis comes out, he gets two fists to it. Jeff Hughes chests the ball away to Lewis Maynard, who's looking for the run, but looked like Cole Stockton had dropped deep and just played it in behind. And (laughs) ball runs through to goalkeeper Jonathan Flat. Matt and I describing that goal mouth scramble with just groans has been described as Sky Sports style sex noises. Gary Gary Neville at uh, Chelsea at Barcelona. I didn't really realise what we were doing there. (laughs) <laughs> Looking forward to hearing that one back, to be honest. Well, I've never had sex, so I wouldn't know what the sound's like. <laughs> no, neither would I, but at least now I'll know what it would sound like. <laughs> so, I mean, Barry, play the ball forward. They, I mean, Richie Bennett has gone down rather easily there. They are going down in instalments here some of these times. It's ridiculous. Jeff Hughes with a little ball that if he puts a bit of angle on it, would have been a better ball they but uh, Diallo like, plays straight out of play they do not like that ball in behind them their two centre halves it might be big lads but they have not got pace and we need to look to get in behind them as often as we can goalkeeper flat not very quick off his line he really, it looks like there's a lot of confusion at the minute between Diara oh, and the size. keeper as to yeah. who, who who should be dealing with these balls over the top barrow they're not ready for them at the minute, are they? No, it looks like they're not set up to defend these, which is surprising considering the average height in that back four has got to be six foot four at least. Yeah, I mean, Andy Mangane, he can't, he's, can't be offside when there's a little dink ball like that coming into his chest. So it's a free kick for the offside, which Jonathan Flat is going to take. He's <laughs> had a lovely message on Facebook from coach driver John. So Adam Mackey picks up the ball midway through, yeah, yeah. And uh, we can't get past uh, Luke Burke, I think that is. No, Dan Rowe, sorry. And uh, Barrow cleared our lines down this right-hand side. The Hecway shields the ball out of play. 
Jordan Williams just runs into the uh, advertising boards. They're, some of these barrow players, they're leaving the bit in and they're going down, they're looking like... Jeff Hughes won a perfectly fair 50-50 there and their fellow went down and looked at the ref. Not, It wasn't a foul. Like, we just need to be careful with this lot. Hey, and the referee Scott Oldham gives a foul for a quite obvious bear hug on Cole Stockton. Yeah, considering, like you say, Matt, these all seemingly going down rather easy. Yeah. But they're not... When we're in possession, they're a very rough side. Yeah. You just... They seem to throw themselves to the floor when they get it back. So Michael Heckway with a free kick just inside the Tranmere half on the left-hand side. Plays a diagonal ball that looks too near the goalkeeper to me. Straight to the straight keeper. Straight to him. Yeah. And are going to have their chance to clear the lines. 40 minutes and 20 seconds played. It's Tranmere Rovers 1, Barrow 1. You're listening to the official Tranmere Rovers Mixalar. Thank you for joining us for this FA Trophy quarter-final as Steve McNulty clears his lines. As far as Adam Mecky on the left-hand side. Does well. Really well played, Hughes, Adam Mecky. Who switches the play nicely and finds Lee Vaughan on the right touchline. Looks up. Cuts inside. He's looking for a few options. He finds Mangan. Turnbull does well to intercept. And it ball's played back to Mangan's feet from Michael Ahekwe. Mangan ah. then tries a little diag to uh, Maynard, but he's can't control his head and it goes straight through to the Barrow goalkeeper. It's still 1-1, 41 minutes on the clock. Quick update from the league. Forest Green have just gone 1-0 up. As, as we speak, Keanu Marsh-Brown sends them 1-0 up in the home, their home tie against Woken. Dover one nil up as well. They're the two. Yeah, Dover one nil up. They're the two most relevant scores to our, which could potentially affect our position today as we play in the cup. So Michael Heckway running down a dead alley there. Wasn't too many options on. No, and it was a, a really good crunching 50-50 by both players. Yeah, there. meets a strong 50-50 at the end of that alley. This ball's played forward. The Heckway does well, and he just nods the ball back to Scott Davis. Tramier one. Barrow one. Uh, Richie Sutton looking for his fourth goal in the FA Trophy this afternoon. Plays the ball across, and it's with Liam Rydow. Now he cuts inside. Good ball. Nice well touch. Played. Finds Mackey inside. More more. Looks up. Oh. Has a shot from about 25, 30 yards, but it's not troubling the goalkeeper. Goes about two, three yards wide. Good to see uh, Mecky having a go though, and he's he's looking to uh, to play forward every opportunity. Yeah, as I said earlier on about him starting live, and he's carried it on since, and he's very he's he's in the centre of a lot going forward at the minute. Adam Mecky, isn't he? He's he's keen to get on the ball, and like I say, I think he's keen to prove a point to Mickey Mellon that here I am. This is what this is what I can do. He's shown for the ball. He wants the ball at all times, which is always good to see. Yeah, definitely. It's, especially if you're playing in that position behind the striker where, where Ben's featured a lot recently. You've you've got to be wanting to be on the ball, haven't you? you, you you're going to be involved in most of the build-ups for the goals. Yeah. Have a strong challenge there on Maynard, who's still on the ground. I think he's all right, though. Yeah, he's slowly back to the, his feet. In the, uh, by the corner flag. It's that man, Mecky, again. Finds Lee Vaughan on the right-hand side. He's crowded out, though, by it's three Barrow players. But he's pushed over by number 19, Jack Thomas. Protests his innocence. They've done really, really well there. It was um, Adam Mackey, Cole Stockton and Levon because they were boxed right in. 
up there by the corner flag and a free kick or a corner is the, the best you could ask for and that's what we've got and it means another patented Jeff Hughes in swinging uh, free kick so the in swinging free kick to come in from Jeff Hughes we can confirm it is minutes. it is a replay today uh, it'll be a replay on Tuesday if it finishes all square swings the ball in it's headed away by Livesey and mm. Barrow can counter attack but I think Liam Rydal's or Lewis Maynard's going to intercept that. Maynard it is. The long legs of Lewis Maynard. As is a player. Referee stops play. I think that's... Uh, sure who that is. A Barrow player injured in the... Uh, it's number nine. It's Richie Bennett who's down in his own penalty area. So the referee stopped play. It's going to be a drop ball when we get restarted. So we're a minute away from half-time. How do you think the first half has gone, boys? I think it... It's it's been a very mixed first half. There's been up there's been good spells and well I wouldn't say bad spells for either team, but there's been good spells for both teams where I think they've both teams have had spells on top in this half and going into this half time I think Trammy are on top and hopefully carry that on and we need to come back out in this form in the second half. Yeah, I'd say that the last since we equalised the last twenty minutes we've been bang on top. And we've been getting in behind. It's just again with that final ball in the final third. It's just picking the wrong option. It's just been not quite there. If we can keep getting at them, and we've got strength on the bench, we've got Cookie Norwood to come on if need be. I'm quietly confident that we can nick this and uh, carry on our road to Wembley. Ben, so, obviously, you've been in on, e on enough half time teams, Hawks, now to know. How do you think Mickey will feel going into the dressing room at half time? What, what, what will his word be to the lads now? Um, I mean, like, like he's been saying, like we've been on top. Um, they've only had one chance, really, which has been their goal. Um, we've had more chances than them, and he'll just be saying like, keep, keep being positive, creating chances, trying to, trying to get it, get it into the front men as quick as he can, and um, don't, don't lose and make the result not worthwhile for obviously Jake getting injured. Obviously, you don't yeah, want to yeah. have an injury like that, and then lose at the same time. Do you know what I mean? So it's driving force, yeah, isn't it? Try, try and try and get the points for him, yeah. Is a cup tie, not no points on offer, but you know what I mean. Not points, get into the next round, you know. Not <laughs> <laughs> that I wanted to correct you so brutally there, Tom. But. So six games, minutes. Games uh, back underway. Six minutes of added time for obviously the uh, the long stoppage for Jake Kirby's injury. I know Tolly's going to go downstairs and uh, see how Jake is at half time. So we might have a little bit of a, an update for you in the second half. But our thoughts are with Jake as he's getting his uh, medical attention. But he's in the best hands, good medical staff here, as I'm sure Tal will uh, agree with, uh, looking after him and uh, all the injured players at the club. So we're uh, one minute into this. Really good pressure by Adam Mackey. And Adam Mackey closes down Nick Anderton, stops his clearance from going further up the pitch, and it's uh, blocked out, and it's a Barrow goal kick. We, uh, we've got a comment there saying it, it will be a replay and it'll be played on Tuesday night if this is a draw and someone said I believe clubs can agree to settle it on the first game they can but ourselves and Barrow obviously agreed it will go to a replay so yeah we couldn't agree to decide it today um, so if it's if it stays like this we will be playing if it's a draw after 90 minutes we will replay at Barrow and the Tuesday Forest Green evening. game will be cancelled you have the laugh referee oh my good god when the a bit of a strange challenge there. Looked like uh, Adam Mecky was brought down by his shirt tails. There's a referee's given a free kick to number eight, Alex Ray Harvey, who uh, 
looked to me like he committed the foul rather than was fouled upon. It's an unbelievable decision. As the incident happens, there's a big uproar from the crowd. When the referee blows his whistle, it's like we're satisfied, we've got the foul, and then all of a sudden he's gone the other way and give it a... A Barrow free kick, I don't think anyone in the ground, including Barrow Tim, fans, would expect expecting that just one. plays the ball into the box. It's nodded down to Scott Davis-Gavis. And he launches the ball forward quickly, and I think it's gone straight out of play. Andy Mangan's quick, but he's not that quick. Tries to find a corner for Andy Mangan. Unfortunately, he's got a bit too much behind it. Yeah, good idea. Again, we need to keep trying to get him behind them. They, these do not like the ball over the top in behind them, where we've got pace. They don't like it up him. Who does? You I knew a girl who did once, but that's enough about that. So we're just going to say goodbye to uh, Tom, who's Hello, going downstairs Mangan. to, uh, Mangan, you're to CJ onside. Kirby. Mangan stays onside, oh. but Diaba just gets one of those gangly legs in. Cole Stockton's got a chance Ball to falls it to Cole Stockton, who lays it off to Jeff Hughes on the edge of the penalty area. Plays it out wide. Jeff, uh, Lee Vaughan swings oh. it into the box. Looking for Adam Mackie and Cole Stockton in the middle. But he's headed away, and Trammy over threw in on the left-hand side, which Liam Rydows is going to take. Finds a Heckway. And a Heckway swings the ball towards Vaughan on the right-hand side. It does find him eventually. Chance to put Anderson's one in. Head. Stick it in the box, Vaughan. Come on. He gets in the box. Oh, he beat oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure whether that was a cross or a shot, but it went oh. woefully wide at the target. Um, I can't really I'm going to show that back to him on Monday morning. I it mean, still remains Tranmere 1, Barrow 1. It's a really good opportunity to have a shot or whip one in. And he's like fell over and like tapped the ball out for a, a goal kick. Tim was really good play, but again, the final ball got to be better than nothing, believe on. Oh, yeah. I don't, I genuinely couldn't even hazard a guess as to whether that was a shot or a cross or a miscue cross. I'm going to say shot just because it went out for a goal kick, but it could have been either, really, couldn't it? But again, that comes from. Andy Mangan playing in behind Musa Diara and yep. he's having a nightmare behind them there, isn't he? Really, the big man just has, doesn't seem to have a clue what's behind him. Keep getting the ball in behind to Andy Mangan as much as we can. So it's a throw in now. We are deep in six minutes of added time. Can't be too much longer left. A couple of minutes maybe. As the ball's Ooh. launched forward from Hekwe down the line, but it's cleared away. And Musa Diara tries to... Uh, Swing one of those long legs at the ball. He finds Jordan Williams. But Stephen Naughty does well and shepherds him away. Looked like a foul on Lee Vaughan, oh. nothing given. And I don't think you should be surprised to hear the groans of the uh, Tramere supporters. Uh, this referee, referee doesn't give us a free kick. Just before the half-time, what I was saying before about Forest Green. Oh, one minute. No Tramir back uh, in possession. off uh, Jordan Williams' toes inside the Tramir box. But Barrow do still have possession. And it's Richie Bennett who's intercepted and Maynard comes away with the ball. Diara, yeah. he jumps 10 feet, if not more, which Andy Mangan is never going to get to that. As the halftime whistle goes, Scott Oldham calls uh, end to the first half. And it's Tramir over one. Excuse me, Barrow one. Describe how the first half has panned out, Jake. Just before it gets out, just as as I was trying to say, a little bit of league news again. Forest Green Rovers have conceded now. Woken away, Woken have scored away at Forest Green. Joe Jones just before the half time, 44th minute. 
And that's, again, great news for Tramia, isn't it? It is, and even better news. Can you hear what song has just been put on? It's one of my favourite songs of all time. Waiting okay. for a star to fall. From the film Three Men and a Little Lady. Um, go and watch that tonight if you get a chance. But um, first so 12, half... 12 minutes, Jordan Williams opened the scoring. <laughs> Ball broke through. <laughs> Fell to the feet of uh, Jordan Williams off a little bit of a deflection off Michael Ahekwe. Fell to Jordan Williams, who slammed the ball into the roof of the net. As we're going to get interrupted by Mitch Duggan, who's climbed all the way up to the right. back of the stand. And good evening, good afternoon, Mitchell Duggan. <laughs> Give us your take you on not, the first half. Let me finish what I was saying. Uh, I only got here five minutes after kickoff, so I had never seen the first five. But after that, what we, we need to know is what were you doing five minutes before kickoff? I lost me khaki, but uh, I found it. it was in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the future of Sammy Rovers, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he lost his key in his pocket. <laughs> but so yeah, 12, 12 minutes, Jordan Williams opened the scoring for Barrow. 33 minutes, Michael Ahekwe slammed the ball in, Andy Cook style, from six yards after a dangerous Jeff Hughes free kick. So... Um, Mitch, how's it, how's it been going at um, Warrington? I know you've been uh, getting a few games down with cards. Uh, yeah, it's been going all right. Um, injured at the moment, so that's not the best light. But uh, I think we're only five points off playoffs. So just got to keep going to the end of the season. I think there's about 15 games left, so still lots to play for. How do you find the standard there compared to um, National uh, League? It's a lot more physical. Like. <laughs> there's a lot more tackles getting through about, but... Uh, it's playing with grown men, so getting a lot of experience from it, so it's good. Okay, you're going to go down and see Jake? Uh, yeah, I'll get him to make me a tea. <laughs> oh, I'll have to get him milk and two sugars, we'll have, won't we? Like? <laughs> Cheers, Mitch. Cheers, Mitch. So that was Mitchell Duggan. And then uh, as well, you mentioned we had Tramia legend Dave Higgins pop by behind us. Yeah, there. Dave Higgins is here, commentating for a rival radio station. <laughs> <laughs> We've got uh, Ben He's on Wivel Radio. Uh, doing a stealing job. Um, he has the firmest handshakes in Tramia history. He, he shakes a hand like he used to tackle. <laughs> so yeah, let's um, let's run through a few scores while we. Um, yeah, have you have, have you got the FA Trophy scores? I will get them up right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, you, if you do the trophy, I'll get the um, I'll get the conference scores up. So thank you very much for tuning in. We have had record listener figures. <laughs> <laughs> Sound bites of this commentary will be available on Pornhub. Oh yeah, excellent. God help us if we get another one. That's um, that's a lifelong ambition. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me give you the scores in the um, quarterfinals of the FA Trophy. If I can just remove John Carroll's face off my phone. Um, Bournemouth nil, Lincoln City nil, Dulwich Hamlet one, Macclesfield Town two. Obviously here it's Tranmere Rovers one, Barrow one. And it's York City 1, Brackley Town 0. So they're the latest scores in the uh, Bill Base FA Trophy. Right then, let's get to the National League latest scores. Half times, Aldershot 2, Bromley 0, Braintree Town 0, Maidstone 0, Dover 1, Eastleigh 0, Forest Green 1, Woking 1 in the big one today for us. Then it's Geisley 1, North Ferriby 0, Solihull Moors 0, Wrexham 1, Southport Chester 0 0, Torquay 1, Sutton United 1. And there's been no pies eaten on the hot, uh, on the bench at the Sutton game today. I can confirm. Surprising, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 
uh, on the pitch at the moment. We oh, have, here we um, go. Our <laughs> rather hysterical game called In the Bin. Hello. I think it's in. Oh, oh, just unbelievable wide. scenes. Are we going to do live commentary of In well, the I, Bin? I think we should. So, big man with a nah, big, uh, oh, big no. coat on. No. Chips. Doesn't get any height on it. So. Here we go. We've got a left footer. Yeah. I fancy this fella's chances. You need to do the... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, this guy. This guy's got the tackers. He's got the technique, hasn't he? Just scoop it, Pat Nevin style. Oh. Oh, off the, off the rim of off the, the bin. Off the rim of the bin. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a comfortable position to too be. Too close. He was too close there. That's yeah. not... I don't fancy this fella's chances at all. So for those of you who don't know, we've got a half-time oh, challenge. Well, he scoops it a bit better, but he goes too high. A hell of a scoop. All my hopes are on this guy. Oh. In association with our superb sponsors, our main club sponsors, B&M Waste Services, we have a half-time <laughs> half challenge of... Uh, oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh. Half-time challenge of trying to uh, kick a ball in a, a rather large... Wheelie bin. I, I hope uh, that bin so isn't used in the week, is it? It's a that better be a clean bin. That can't be a dirty bin. No comment. Oh, <laughs> that's a, Doesn't bear thinking about. Anyway, anyway, right. Um, I think we spoke on our little group chat page that we were going to talk Ronnie Airy at half time. Yeah. What do you make of the uh, decision for Leicester to let him go? I think I echo the thoughts of pretty much everyone in in football. As we spoke about this week, that you can't. You, I, for me, you just can't. I know people have said. I've heard some people say there's no room for sentiment. You know, sentiments in football, but there is. There is room for sentiment. I, I think they they would have stayed up. Their second half performance on Wednesday in Sevilla for me was back to the Leicester of last season. Like they finally found the formula again. Gutsy, wasn't it? It was, and it wouldn't surprise me to see them. They won every single one of their group games one nil. A 1-0 win against Sevilla next week in the second leg puts them into the qu quarterfinals of the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, the last eight of Europe's elite yeah. club football competition. And it's crazy. It, it came at a weird time. you think if they'd have done it a couple of, you know, just after Christmas maybe, you could have maybe seen... Yeah, but after a good performance like that, and, the, and then they've got... wouldn't surprise me to see them beat Liverpool on Monday night. Well, I've written something that you'll be able to read in the match programme on Tuesday night. Three pounds from the club shop and, and our retailers around the ground. Just a little plug. Um, about if, this. if that game takes place. Yeah, hopefully it does. Yeah, um, yeah it's just a, for me, it's just a crazy decision. Leicester are the bottom half Premier League team. And somehow they managed to win the league. And this season, okay, it's, it's obviously not gone as well. But they're, they're in the kind of position that they were when he took over. They just, just got above the relegation zone yeah. by some miracle with Nigel Pearson. Now they're back to that similar kind of position, and that's kind of where Leicester are as a club. Yeah, have you ever heard of the? Um, it's the, the, I think it's either called the Everest syndrome or the Everest problem in sport, where when you overachieve and, and reach the top, all of a sudden, like you say, exactly what you've just said there, Leicester's expectations would always be finishing fourth bottom would be, you know, the, that's Success, all they care yeah. about. All of a sudden, they've won the league, and now they're back to where their natural position is people in the club all of a sudden they've got these lofty ideas of oh because we've won the league once we should be up there whereas no you say they are in their natural position now so all of a sudden in their head they're thinking why aren't we at the top we were top last year 
and it's people who don't understand the game, isn't it? Pretty much. No crazy decision. The way I've summed it up to someone who I was speaking to last night, I turned around and said, unfortunately for Ranieri, he's a victim of his own success. If Ranieri, if Leicester finished 16th last season, he'd still be in the job right now. And you think, that is ridiculous. If he had achieved a lot less last year, he'd still have a job right now. And that, in my eyes, is crazy. Yeah, and uh, undoubtedly it's going to be one of those managers that constantly come around that's going to be in the frame for the job. Well, who's 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 going to get the job? Who's going to take the Leicester job, do you think? Oh, who who could they get who's an improvement? That's what I want to know. Mancini, for me, would definitely not be an improvement. He he hasn't managed at any a club anything like Leicester. In the Premier no, League, he failed at Inter, didn't he? In his last, was it Besiktas he was at as well last? I think uh, Alan Pardew's free, but again, is he is he an improvement on Ranieri? Probably no. not. No. And do you know what? They've got a decent squad of players there, but it's just a case of they just haven't they just have not performed this season for the manager. Have they? Straight, it's been strange. You got any thoughts on the uh, Leicester situation or indeed the game? Uh, use the chat box on the Mixalar. Send us a message. We can see the, sc- the messages scrolling across the screen as they come in. So if you want to interact with the, with the uh, the commentary, you are more than welcome to do so. Leave us a message or get in touch on Twitter. I am checking the Twitter and tweeting as the game goes on. So if you want to get involved, just drop us a line. Uh, we'll read them all out. Um, so um, Jake has been to Barcelona in the last few days. So um, it's all right for some. Seen the little uh, photos and the videos from the new camp. How was it? Um, do you know what? Right, it hasn't got the same love and homely feel as Brenton Park, but what a, what a wonderful ground that is. Um, I can't really sum it up. Do you know what people? I think some people, if you've never been behind the scenes at a football club you don't realise that there's a lot more going on underneath the stands than you'd think like I used to think it was just barren area underneath the seats to be honest when I was a fan but then when you go into the new camp it's like they've got their own country based <laughs> underneath the main stand it's just the the amount of rooms and floors underneath the stand is, it is ridiculous? A joke. it's a joke like we, we were getting lost underneath the stand in the, there's so many different sections you've got different restaurants based on every Champions League they've won they've got a full scale multimedia like it's just a a light wall really that's all it is it's just a huge room with a light wall but there's not actually a lot going on there's not a lot that's not going on at the new camp I know you've uh, you've been before haven't you Paul it's oh one day Prenton Park is going to be the, I don't know how, how you can. No, Prenton Park is never going to be like the new camp. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Paul. <laughs> Ignore Paul and his negative comments. For, We're going to be for, there one day. For one, <laughs> Border Road stops us from building over that side. So. We're, we're knocking them houses down. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> get on purple bricks. You're moving. <laughs> the, the new camp, the Prenton Park new camp is on the way. So yeah, it's uh, half-time. If you're just joining us, thank you very much for tuning in. You're listening to the official Trammy Rovers radio. We are bringing you live, full 90-minute commentary of Trammy Rovers against Barrow in the FA Trophy quarter-final. 
And we are doing so because we can't provide our usual uh, Tranmere player commentary on cup fixtures. So uh, as a free alternative, myself, Matt and Jake are talking you through the full 90 minutes. I'm joined by the special guest of Ben Tollett, who's just downstairs. He's gone down to see uh, Jake Kirby, who, if you don't already know, <coughs> picked up a rather nasty injury midway through that first half. So our thoughts and best wishes go to Jake. Hopefully he'll make a speedy recovery. So, um, yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't nice to hear the, the big crack no, over in the far corner. Like I said at the time of the incident, like it's it's a good out. You you mocked my distance judgment at Chelmsford away, so I'll leave it to you. How far away do we think that happened? That's a, that's a good hundred yards away. And the sound was almost like a ruler snapping on the other side of a school desk, sort of similar sound. And from a hundred yards away, it, re- it, uh, it gave me goosebumps when when you start to think about what you've just heard and if you think too much about what's happened. Just to let you know, there's a big round of applause going around the ground. A gentleman purchased um, Dave Higgins uh, medals from the Leyland AFCOR back in the early 90s. And um, he donated them towards the um, the Mickey Mellon budget boost. And a gentleman has bought them, but he's donated them back to Dave Higgins, which I think is the right place. Um, oh. it's all, they've all been framed and it's in a nice little case so a nice little touch from that supporter wonderful gesture isn't it from the lad because obviously Dave Higgins as much as much as he loves the club and he's done that for the club then medals obviously mean a lot to him for him to do for him to offer them out like that for the sake of the club and then to be handed back to him by a fan it's, it's touching from both sides really isn't it yeah brilliant stuff so the players are just coming back out for the start of the second half Phil Greenwood has laid out a few yellow cones for the players to uh, get warmed up before the uh, second half. <laughs> Are they Mitchell Duggan's car keys, you reckon? Yeah, someone's lost <laughs> a set of car keys. I don't know if Mitchell Duggan's reported that to the steward. I think he maybe is. If if not, if they're not Mitchell's, then I think they may be in Mitchell's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Duggan, what a character. <laughs> What a great reason to be late. It's a good job we weren't due to start, isn't it? Imagine, imagine yeah. trying to explain that one to a very angry Scotsman. Sorry, sorry, Gaffer, I lost my car keys in my pockets. <laughs> That's a Scott Davis thing to do, isn't it? Apparently, Lee Vaughan walks to the games now. He'd done that two years ago. <laughs> Still searching his pockets in the bedroom. As the sun comes out for the second half. Albeit, there is huge black grey crowds that is, that, they are ominous clouds them aren't they the sun is shining and so are we Matt oh it's more like it so we're all set for the uh, start of the second half I think it's Babu we're going to get us underway once uh, Ian Turner has vacated the playing surface so it's Trammy Rovers 1, Barrow 1. We're ready for the start of the second half, and there we go. Come on, Sammy, the second half. Gets us back underway, and Richie Bennett is miles off the pitch, and I'm not sure if he's claiming that he's was still in play. He's basically in the vice president's lounge, <laughs> heading that back in. He was in, the, he was in the paddock when he headed that ball. There was no way it was still in play. And the uh, linesman agreed, and it's well. a Trammy Rovers throw in. 
you still waiting from a for, young age. sorry. You're told from a young age, aren't you, to play to the whistle and Richie Sutton doing so there. So we're still waiting for uh, Ben Sollett to re-emerge. He's gone downstairs to uh, give his uh, best wishes down to Jake Kirby. I'm not sure if um, he's had to go to hospital or anything like that, so we'll try and bring you any news as and when we can of Jake's injury. We'll have as to give him a minute, Paul. Ben's got a sore leg. Uh, There's a lot of stairs for yeah, him to exactly, climb yeah. getting so up here. <laughs> if he is listening on his phone, which... Um, you know, he should be. Take your time coming up the stairs, be careful. Them steps are unforgiving so, when ooh. you're fully fit. So, Anderson forces the ball forwards. Stephen Nolte does really well. well played. To win the ball off uh, Richie Bennett. Uh, Rovers on the attack down the left-hand side with Liam Rydalsh. He's looking for options. Mekki drops in, in short. Plays it back to Michael Aherkway. Look for the switches Rovers on here. just inside their own half. Lee Vaughan in lots of space. Heckway drives forward with the ball. Finds Cole Stockton. Who in turn finds Mecky. 30 yards out. He's looking forward. He's always looking for that forward pass, Adam Mecky, which has been good to see this afternoon. And he finds Lewis Maynard with the ball. Stockton on the edge of the box. Oh, deflection. Takes a deflection over the crossbar. It's a corner kick. Really good football from the Whites. Yeah. That, that's the sort of very Cole Stockton-esque as we call it. Oh, yeah. Ball on the edge of the box. Turns one touch out of his feet and lets loose. Defend, defender only just tipped it over the ball. It'll yeah. be interesting to see what happens there if he doesn't get that it toe to it. It looked like it was on target as we get another painted Jeff Hughes in swinger. Right in front of the cop. Richie Sutton sniffing about so the six Jeff Hughes box. plays the ball in towards the near oh! Richie Sutton is there. Oh. Looking for his fourth goal in the FA Trophy, but it oh. slides off the forehead. And wide at a target. Richie Good sort effort. of missed a shot in the FA Trophy. What is going on? That was a. Oh, it's, it's, we, from, from our angle, if that post wasn't directly in front of my, uh, <laughs> my view of the goal. If I could see what was happening behind happened, that post. I think that nearly went in, yeah. <laughs> a great glance and header from Richie Sutton. Alan Jones has told us that there's no sun in Oxton, it's only over Prenton Park, which I can only take as a good thing. The sun's shining down on us. Although those clouds are ominous black clouds. So. Yeah, don't get me wrong. When I say the sun's shining down, we've got about an eighth of the pitch in <laughs> sun, but it's better than nothing, I suppose, isn't I it? It's better than Moxton. <laughs> so Ben Tollett is uh, carefully making his way up to the press box as uh, Andy Mangan blocks Lisa Diava's clearance. Certainly a, a tussle going on. I'd like to see Cocky come on at some point and go up against the other. That would be a tussle and a half. Them two obviously know a lot about each other from Cookies, Barrow days. Diaba wasn't there last season, but... Okay, them two know nothing about <laughs> each other. <laughs> Maybe I should have done some research before we come here <laughs> today. like me, research loads about wheelbarrows. So, ball is with Barrow goalkeeper Jonathan Flat, and he's going to clear his lines. High into the Prenton sky. Amongst those dark clouds. Heckway's taken a knot by the looks of things. I think yeah. Lewis Maynard should put his foot on that ball. Yeah, he does. I think we're going to leave it for Scott Davis to take this uh, free kick. We've had a comment on the chat box. How unlucky have we been with injuries this season? A no. pretty, pretty darn unbelievably. It's been a bit unlucky, hasn't it? And all to similar kind of types of players as well. Well, in the last, um, last two weeks, we've lost Ben Tollett, Jack Dunn, James Wallace, and now Jay Kirby. And... That might be funny, but yeah. leaves his arms all over Cole Stockton, but nothing given. 
as Liam Rydal tries to get past two challenges, he stumbles into the second one. Sorry, Jake. Yeah, I was going to say, them, them four names who we've just listed who've been injured in the last two, three weeks, they could all start in any team in this league for yeah. me, and that just... Sums up. It, it sums up the luck we've had the start of 2017. But you know what? It also sums up the squad depth we've got here that we're still doing well, we're still winning games, and we've got a very... We can still field a very, very strong team, which, it, for me, is better. Again, the team we've got still better than every other team in this league yeah I'd go along with that slowly making his way down the benches stopping to talk to everyone en route he will be back with us very shortly very popular man in Brenton Park after his performances he still has a bag of uh, what's in his bag by the way yeah yeah. I'm waiting for him to crack that open so Michael Heckway drives forward from defence he's gone 40 50 yards really good run by Michael Heckway oh my god he's taken on his full back Oh. oh Couldn't quite get the crossover, but good Centre run by Heckway. cross there, unfortunately, he remembered. Richie Bennett flies past the... Ooh, Jeff Hughes swings his foot out, catches Richie Bennett, the Barrow striker. Jeff Hughes does well not to react to Richie Bennett there as Richie Bennett tries to have a few verbals with Jeff there Barrow as he just walks just away. It's, it's a stonewall yellow card, though, isn't it? Yeah, I was... At one point, you start to get concerned whether it's going to be more than that, so... I'll take a yellow card for that all day, Matt. Yeah, it's a yellow card. So, Babo going to have a free kick about five yards inside the Tranmere half on the right-hand side. And um, it's going to be um, Luke Burke to take it on the right. He's going to swing it in. Looking for Diara and Livesey. Should be Scott Davis' ball and is. Livesey. Can't get there. Scott Davis is first to it. And he chance rolls for a the break ball here for Liam Rydalsh. Looks up, finds Mackey. Plays it back to Rydalsh. Oh, Flicks the oh. heel of Mackey. He was trying to burst down the line. Barrow intercepts and play the ball forward. But Heckway's there. He's had a good game this afternoon. He plays it only as far as Luke Burke for Barrow. And it's a little bit scrappy in that midfield. Pinball in its way around the uh, the halfway line. So Barrow in possession on the uh, on their right hand side. Dan Rowe tries to get it past uh, Liam Rydalsh. As Forest Green go two one behind at home at Woking, so that's a good result for us. As long as Higgins is telling the truth, he is. Yeah, we, we will can check confirm it's Forest Green one Woking two. Thank you, Higgins eighty four. Ogwu has got the goal. Um, by all accounts, looked a decent player in the Woken game a couple of weeks so ago. So Dan Rowe with a looked like he was going to launch a long throw in. He goes short to Diara. Oh, try and stop the cross there, Liam Rydals. Oh. Rowe swings a ball in, looking oh. for Bennett. It goes over his head and out of play, and it's a trammer goal. Really kick, well so defended danger, by Steve McNulty as he just shepherds it. cleared. Richie Bennett out the way and let the ball drift out for a Tramia goal kick. 52 minutes played. It's Tramia one, Bado one. <laughs> Yeah, great bit of play there from... I almost called him Ian Goodison then. Well... well he's very, very similar player, isn't he, in a way? They're both very experienced and the U- Stephen Rolte's one... And again, he's not, like I said before, he's not maybe known for his legs and it's his experience which bullies centre-forwards in this league as such. It's a football brain, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, that's something you can't really teach. He's born with it. Yeah. 
Go back. He's got to go back to keeper. Oh. So Stephen Olsey. Yeah. Jordan Williams there. He knew Steve what he was doing. To, uh, Scott Davis. Jeff Hughes with a bit of space here in the centre of the park. We've not seen a Cruyff turn from Macker this afternoon. As no. Diaba heads away a uh, ball forward by uh, Hackway. Hackway really wins well the ball played, back Hackway. though. Oh, oh, little dummy by no. Mackey, but it's well read by the Barrow defender. Bennett tries to get Barrow on the attack. Just inside the centre circle. 19, Jack Thomas. Really good tackle. to Jeff Hughes. Who goes down holding his leg? Yeah, try, try not to criticize. Too serious, but he's Dice Bendiff has been waved onto the pitch. He's holding. I said the top of his calf or the back of his knee. Calf or his knee there. So went in for a challenge. Won the ball. That's the last thing it we need, Mister Reliable. Not. I mean, fingers. Oh. As Forest Green equalise, so it's two two with Forest Green in the conference. That said, uh, dropping points at home to Woking is not necessarily a bad result if it stays like that. But no, long we, way to we go got and six a long points over them, here. didn't we? So it's uh, fifty-five minutes on the clock. We've got thirty-five minutes of to the, this afternoon's game to go. So Joel plenty of time for things to change. During the break, I'd just like to. We, we had a comment earlier about a, fa a fan about how gutted he was that Ben's obviously injured. And I'd like, to, just coming back to it, I'd point out you've got. I, I mentioned it the other week after the Woken game. You've got quite a good bond as such with the fans, haven't you, Ben? It's, I've noticed, I, I pointed out with your celebrations, it seems like you love them just as much as they love you. It's just. It's just, I, I love the game of footy. Like I'm, I'm a footy fan first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I, like I, I sit in the stands at Liverpool and I watch what Liverpool do and I know what they feel when they watch me play a game of football. Yeah. So it's just, it's it's nice to have to to have the connection um, and to just try and make them feel what I feel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like I say, carry on doing what you do and the bond there is great. It's great to see and they they love it and you love it. So yeah, yeah, I love the game. Everyone's a winner. We love a winger at Pretton Park, don't we? Oh, we love a good winger. We love a winger. <laughs> right, so it looks like Jeff Hughes is going to be okay to uh, rejoin the action. He does. So, ball is bouncing around the edge of the Tranmere penalty area. Barrow on the attack. It's Nick Anderson on the left-hand side. He's going to swing the ball in. Scott Davis's ball all day long. And he collects it at a back post. And he's looking to get a quick counter-attack, but Barrow close him down. Stop the, uh, the ball from going being released early and uh, eventually he's going to launch the ball forward looking for Cole Stockton he's got Danny Livesey with him though and it's the uh, Barrow centre half that gets the better of that particular tussle uh, so we've had someone that, any update on Jake Kirby not at the minute but as soon as we know anything we'll let you know obviously I don't quite think Ben was talking about how much he loves Liverpool he was talking more about how much he loves the game and that helps him appreciate how Tramia fans feel when he's playing well and scoring goals. Yeah. We've all got our allegiances, isn't it? <laughs> Someone commented on how much you love Liverpool, <laughs> but I think he loves the SWA more. It's a mutual thing. Is that ball still in play? No, it's gone. 
We have Bado throw midway inside their own half over by the Johnny King stand. So Bado with a throw in midway inside their own half on the right hand side. And uh, comes to Turnbull, back to Danny Ray. Deflects up in the air. And, How um, will, I mean, the referee's, I don't know what he's given. It looked like it was a Tramir throwing, but he's given a. What's he given? Giving it the other way. Has he, or is he giving a free kick? I can't quite. How can out. that possibly be a barrow throwing? So, Liam Rydalsh in a challenge with uh, Luke Burke over on the far side. Badaman just gets to the ball first. There's Brilliant, Louis Maynard, yeah, some Lewis fantastic. Maynard breaks clear for midfield and he's coming forward. He's got Lee Vaughan bursting right down the right and he's found him. Good at the back post if you can find him, he tries to. Andy oh, Bogg is in! Yes! Yeah! 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 Goal! And Johnny has taken the lead! And Johnny has won! Great ball into the box by Lee Vaughan. Found Andy Mangan at the back post. And he played it across the face of the goal and Cole Stockton was there for another goal in the FA Trophy. Levon! two, but I won. Special mentions there for Levon and Lois Maynard. Lois Maynard doing what he does. I said that when he, I seen him do it when he very first signed friendly at home to Blackburn <laughs> when he gets running like that it's Yaya Torre-esque he, nicked he the can't ball. get near him he nicked the ball midway inside our own half went on a 40-50 Ben Torre-esque run down the pitch played it out to Lee Vaughan Lee Vaughan stepped a lovely ball to the back post Andy Mangans knocked it back inside and it is a tap in for Cole Stocks and it is Tramby Rovers 2 Barrow 1 here in this quarter final of the FA Trophy well played Tramby and now Touchwood but as you said to me earlier Matt Wembley may well and truly be on. I haven't been there as a Trammy. I haven't Ooh. been there at all, but I haven't been there with Trammy yet. So, Andy Mangan's offside. <laughs> it is all go at Pretton Park with half an hour to play. As Ballo have a free kick on the edge of their own box for the offside against Andy Mangan. And we launch forwards. Richie Sutton had a, had a bit of a scuffle there with <laughs> Richie Bennett. Steve McNulty sees it out for a goal kick. Got and the Tramier fans in good voice back. now. <laughs> let's, uh, let's quickly ask Tom about that. Um, great break by Maynard, great ball in by Vaughan and then tapping for, for Cole. Yeah, um, Lois, has, Lois has got that. He's, a, he's an absolute machine when he gets going. Um, big long legs, running and that's what that's what you've got to do if the space in front of you run into it and commit people um, and he did he brought the defender out slid Vaughan and down the side and it was a good, good ball by Vaughan into uh, the back stick I think Mangy's tried to I don't know whether he tried to put it in uh, past the keeper but chickled across literally across the goal line and Cole's there to tap in and it's what strikers are there to do isn't it so 2-1 it's looking good so far there's a foul on Cole Stocks in there. It's just got to be a yellow card, hasn't it? That has to be a yellow card. Yeah, he's hacked him yeah. down from behind. He's got a wave of talking to there, but he's hacked him down from behind. It's the same as... Personally, I thought it was. Same as Jeff tackle. It's exactly the same as Jeff Hughes' tackle. You've got to... Often, Jeff Hughes was one of the last men, and there was maybe ten other barrow men behind That's the ball when that they happened. They were both cynical tackles. Yeah, like they were. Time, I'll, I'll give you that, but... I think that's the only difference in the referee's eyes, maybe. 
So it's going to be a free kick to Rovers, which Jeff Hughes is going to take. I think he's going to try for the Diag. He does. Looking for Cole Stockton, but it's that man Diara who just towers above everybody else. Yeah. And he heads I, the ball away. Bad clear the lines. Unless we sign on the giant, we're not going to win a dangerous an aerial duel. Number 19, Jack Thomas on the barrow right, but Hekwe again is there to mop <laughs> up and he clears the danger away. It's out for a barrow throwing. We've been playing for 62 minutes. Trammy Rovers 2, Barrow 1. You're listening to the official Trammy Rovers Mixelar, the official Trammy Radio. Thank you very much for your company this afternoon. We've got plenty of listeners, so thank you for joining us. By the We're also joined by Ben Tollett. We've had a comment from Graham Robinson. Comment shot comes in by Harvey, well over the bar. Sorry, Jake. Commenting on the goal celebration from the commentary team. <laughs> but, like, I don't I'd like to point out as as the National it's League tried, goal, by the way. tried no. to push last season, it's pure passion, not fashion from this commentary team. It three Tramia fans are hearting. You well, could see us, we're definitely not fashion. Oh no. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Maz hasn't had a haircut since he was sixteen. I haven't washed <laughs> my hair since last night. <laughs> oh. So Scott Davis has got a goal kick which he's gonna uh, gonna take. In front of the uh, travelling Barry supporters, there must be 300, 400, 500. Good maybe? turnout from them. Decent following from the uh, the Bluebirds fans. And uh, Jeff Hughes just gives the ball, puts it a little bit too much on it. it goes over Liam Rydalge's head. Yeah. And uh, out of play over ba by the Johnny King stands. Barry just stepped it up, haven't they, since we took the lead? That's got to be a foul, isn't it? Two fans in the back. Michael well, Ahekwe again really well does well played. to intercept, clears his lines. And Andy Mangan. Almost won a challenge in the air with Musa Diaba, who is, as we said in the first half, seven foot. Is he five. about to finally get a booking? Wow. Is he? Still no booking for a Barrow player, though. Bit of a cynical challenge on uh, Adam Mecky. That's and the way it's cynical. It's the Super White Army. It is. Particularly behind the goal. It, it was another cynical foul. So Mecky in possession, midway inside the Barrow half. Finds Richie Sutton. Oh, plays the ball forward, looking for Stockton. Couldn't quite control it. Runs through to the Barrow goalkeeper, and it remains Tramir Rovers two, Barrow one. We have played for 64 minutes. You are listening to live commentary here on the official Tramir Rovers Mixlr. Live across the world, www.mixlr.com/tramir-rovers. Thank you very much for your company this afternoon. Yeah, we've had a comment of listening in from Chicago. Anyone else listening from outside of the Wirral, if you could give us a little mention? If you're in the Wirral, you should be here, really, rather than listening well, to this. Well, yeah, but I'd imagine there's some people... <laughs> you need to be Maybe caught up with away. work and children and whatnot. Well, there's a, there's children, that's, that's, that's... You have my sympathies. I think yeah. Lee Vaughan just broke his own keep-up record there. He did six. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even count that. He doesn't know how many he's done. Someone will have to let him know after the game. Well, ball goes down the line. It's has run out of play. Looked like it was going to dribble right all the way along the whitewash. But it's gone out of play. And Richie Sutton on this right-hand side is going to take it. He's going to keep walking forwards. Just Much keep to the disgust of Paul I'm walking and walking and walking. <laughs> Just keep walking, Richie. <laughs> so he lodges it down the right-hand side. And Lee Vaughan picks the ball up. Oh. Just tries to think the ball over the top of the defender, but it doesn't quite work out. 
Richie Sutton in a battle with namesake Bennett. Richie How Bennett. That God. Striker goes down, but it's uh, out of play and it's a Barry throwing on the left-hand side. Someone says wearing the shirt he wore for Wembley in 88 and it still fits. So First Rovers game was Easter, Easter Friday, 1961. Oh, great turn by Maynard, by the way. Yeah, unbelievable. Great touch. Great turn. Something from 1998 definitely wouldn't still fit me now. I was, I was just an embryo back then. <laughs> yeah, you in big trouble then. So, Fantastic defender by Lee Vaughan. It's got to look after it. Does well. It's got to be a white ball. Throw in. That's a How's foul to there, surely. Oh, my, oh my God. Word. Oh. Comes off the uh, Barrow defence. Oh, my God. <laughs> Overruled by the linesman. Dear me. Referee was about to give Barrow a throw in. Ball clearly came <laughs> off the fullback, who, for some reason, is shouting his mouth off at the uh, assistant on the far side. Well, the, the thing is there for me, the referee is, Quite two, clearly is five yards away from foot. it and doesn't see it. And the assistant referee is 50 yards away and sees it. The, the amazing part... not going to told to comment on no, officials. I'm not going to, but the amazing part for me was that... The, I think the, the original reason he doesn't flag is because it's quite obvious what the decision is. Yeah. The assistant doesn't feel he needs to flag. And then obviously... Has to overrule his yeah, uh, referee. Realised right at the end, oh, I might have to That's step in here, here. Something's not right. So as Mecky drives, drives forward. forward. Oh. And, Good by and he's fouled. Well, it's going to be a yellow card. How many times? It's very strong tackle on Mecky there. Uh, for me, it was more... It, it almost looked like maybe not a lash out, but there was, it looked like there was afters on the floor, yeah, which was. has hurt Adam Mecky. But he looks like he's slowly going to make his way to his feet. Yeah, he looks all right, does Adam Mecky, but it's not good. But for me, it looked like there was something there on the floor. He's gone through, like, he's won the ball, but he's gone through the back of Adam Mecky. It's a foul. Like, how he can complain about it, I don't know. And so it's a reckless tackle as well, which is Yeah, it's reckless, definitely. It's going to be the first yellow of the day for Barrow. Yes, yeah, so we've had a yellow card for Jeff Hughes for Rovers. And Paul Alex Ray Harvey it is with the yellow card. No, I think it was 17. Well, it was number eight who made the tackle. Why hasn't he bought him? Who knows? It's been a long time coming that card for Barrow. <laughs> yeah, they've accumulated enough, haven't they? Yes. Regardless, it's a free kick about 25 yards out. When was Adam the last Mackie and Andy Mangan are looking at this? When one. was the last time we scored a direct free kick? Almost scored at Chelmsford with uh, Adam Buxton, but oh, yeah. that's that's nearly goals don't count. I, I don't can't think. remember the last time we scored a direct free kick. Alas, um, Coombs. He'll obviously know. But in the meantime, Adam Mackey is standing over this one. 25 yards from goal. Ben Tollock's got a good me, feeling. Got a good feeling. Are we going to hear, I feel good? No, we're not. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully, Ben doesn't get any more good feelings for the Sylvester's second half. Because <laughs> that went woefully high, wide, and not so handsome. Would you have fancied yourself from that distance, Ben? Would you have been putting your name forward for that free kick? Yeah, I'd have been, I'd have been fighting over a couple of the lads for the ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Normally, normally it's me, Jeff, or Brilliant anyone around that area who's, who's like around the ball, and we just we just discuss it between us, like do you fancy how you're feeling, oh. and we just just go on confidence, really. Good stuff. Nice insight from um, one of the Tramway Rovers first team. Sadly injured, but we'll be back 
firing on all cylinders, no doubt, at the start of next season. Lock uh, OSP. We wish Ben well with his uh, recovery. Lock OSP saying, hold on for the win, lads. He's coming up for Forest Green on Tuesday and doesn't want to have to go to Barrow. <laughs> Trust me, we don't want to have to go to Barrow. I'd much rather the short journey to Brenton Park than the journey to Cumbria on Tuesday night. We've got someone helping us out with a score update on the other FA Trophy games. Macclesfield, Lincoln and York all currently winning their ties. So it will be an all-conference, um, an all-National League semi-final. And then tasty, some tasty semi-finals and then no matter who we play, I've got them again. three. Good sides. Well, York coming into a bit of form finally. Give me Lincoln. Give me <laughs> Lincoln. Let's smash them both. Over, smash them over two legs. Well, let's hold on here first, Jake. Let's not count our chickens. Well, I've got yeah. the uh, attendance for you, folks. It's uh, there is a crowd of three thousand four hundred and eighty-seven. Did I say three five? Did I say three five? Uh, four hundred eleven from Barrow. So credit to them. As the balls go forwards, Andy Mangan down the right Cole channel. Stockton's on the back looks up. He tries Mike to break. Oh! oh, agonisingly through his legs. Took a wicked oh. deflection just away from his foot from Danny Livesey, who was desperately trying to defend. Wonderful defending. The ball just ran through Cole's legs. He went with his left foot to side foot the ball home. It went in between his legs and out of play. And the oh! Back, across oh from Becky. God. And Cole stocks him with a header on target. And Jonathan Flat has to be at his best to tip the ball over the bar. Great save from Flat. He's got absolutely no time to think about it there. Cole Stockton's right down his throat. He nods it. And he does well to get his hands up and tip that one over the ball. What Wonder a great ball from Adam Mangan at the start of that put. Oh, and wonderful play from Adam Mackey there as well. Yeah, two great balls into the box. And Cole Stockton will be up. Disappointed he didn't manage to get a second off it's one of them. It's great defending on the first one. The, the, uh, Danny Livesey got the tiniest, tiniest nick on the ball that took it off Cole Stockton's toe. But to try me a corner. And it's your line, Matt. What's this? A it's Jeff a, Hughes. It's an outswinger, though. But hello. Oh, God. It could go anywhere. Barrow looks a break. Trying to swarm around them. Yeah, Jeff Hughes does well to slow down the Barrow counter attack there. As Sammy have now got the ball back in possession with Randy Mangan on the edge of the box. And saved the shot! Oh, no, 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 Tramia 3, Barrow 1. It is 3-1 to Tramia Rovers. It was a long ball played back over the top. I've just been saying Cole will be disappointed not to have two this afternoon. Andy Mangan, with a bit of help from Jonathan Vap, puts one on a plate for him. And he can't miss a big striker as he smashes home again. And the Tramia fans are in full voice now, as you can hear, including myself. Jake and Paul and Ben Tollett. It is 3-1. It's a great ball in over the top. Cole Stockton is backed in to the Man Mountain defender, Diara. The ball's dropped to Andy Mangan. He's had a shot. It's well saved by the keeper, but Cole Stockton is on hand to tap in from close range. It is 3-1, Tramia. Oh, with I love 18 football. minutes to go. Let's get Ben's uh, reaction to uh, to that goal. Great play by Mangi, Force a save, and then Stockton just slid it into an empty goal. Cole being in a good position really just strikers knowing where to be roughly roughly where the ball should should uh, should fall but like, it's it's come from from Mangi's shot really he's hit it across goal which 
you're taught from like the age of seven hit it across goal the keeper's got to parry it out he can't really get down to it um, and that's what he done and Cole's been there to tap in so let's get our breath back it's Tranmere Rovers 3 Barrow 1 we mm. have played for 73 minutes so there's 16 minutes and a bit remaining of normal time oh. I was about to do the attendance <laughs> before all the excitement <laughs> so let me send the attendance figure down towards uh, all the uh, media people down here. Right, as Tramir on the break again, Liam Rydall down. Ball rolls out for a goal kick. As Barrow need Barrow are going to need to try and regroup. Here's only 16 minutes left in this one, and they're going to need something quick if they want anything now, aren't they? Yeah, I mean you'd like to think now we can see it out. It's been a really, really good second half performance from Tram. It's been a really good, pretty much since Barrow took the lead. But we've just got to try, and considering the injury to Jay Kirby, which, you know, we'll try and get more information on as soon as we can. It's been a very, very assured performance. I'm losing my voice for all the right reasons today. There's no better feeling than going home. You've got a little croaky voice, but the SWA have got the win and that's all that matters well we haven't got the win yet but yeah don't don't go counting chickens just yet Jake Keogh what the hell are you doing saying stuff like this you've been supporting Tramway long enough to know Scotty Davis launches it long towards Andy Mangan good header by Jeff Hughes so a good solid second half performance so far and uh, Bennett tries to get the ball past Stephen Alty there's no way he's getting past him Big strike How was that not a foul? God almighty. I think he took a bit too long. I don't think it was a foul, Matt. But no, he, he, no, he knows what he's doing there. You're, you're waiting for him to do that tackle, which is a foul. So, back in uh, Barrow possession. Anderson plays the ball straight up in the air. Great header. Up, gets up well. Wins the header. Mangi's going to put a bit of pressure on the fullback. Plays it back to the goalkeeper. Who then launches the ball forward. But Michael Ahekwe's underneath it. And he's going to pick up the pieces as well. Or is he going to let the ball run out of play? He is. And it's a tram here through it. The Johnny King stand side. So, someone listening. Savar, Savar rings out around Prenton Park. <laughs> okay, 76 Sarah, minutes. Sarah. Thank you, Tom. So, Sean Tutin is coming on for number 19, Jack Thomas, I think it is, coming off. So he's on loan at Barry from Barnsley. So decent pedigree. And a centre forward for a midfielder. So it looks like Barrow are going to throw a few more attacking options onto the pitch for these final 14 or so minutes. They've got to go for it, haven't they? Lad who has played against Rovers last season for FC Halifax Town. Hello. As the ball goes forward, Andy Mangan, oh! if he can get his control. Was in on goal, but he ball just ran away from him, and it's cleared out of play by Nick Anderson. It's out for a Tramir corner, but a good, good ball forward trying to find Mangi. It's a great the, ball again, the, over the top. It was the every time they go in behind, we look threatening. He, just ahead of him, he isn't just, it, unfortunately. It was a weird one. He tried to control the ball over his head, and that little split second he took that checked his stride meant that when the ball went over his head, he couldn't quite get there before the defender. So what, it's a corner it is a Tramir right corner. Side. It's, what, it's a Jeff Hughes in swinging corner and Richie Sutton is surely thinking time for my um, FA Trophy goal of the day. 
Well, Richie Sutton's on the halfway line, so if he's going to score... Even better, be even better. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him score from there yet, so... <laughs> if we can just see that out His now. His four goals have come from a <laughs> collective distance of about <laughs> 10 yards, I think. Instead, Richie Sutton defends very well and sees the ball out for a goal kick to Tramia. Two score updates, Forest Green still being held 2-all and Lincoln are now 2-0 up in the trophy as they also bidding for a place in the semi-final. Mind of the semi-finals based over two legs, so if we also reach there, we'll be playing home and away in an attempt to reach Wembley. Ooh. Oh, like sound of that, don't we? Well, I no, because I can't go because I'm going to be here for DJ for Little Mix. We'll face Sam, All yeah. more reason for us to go. <laughs> what, well, a, what an absolutely bizarre quandary. And no one else in the world could ever find themselves <laughs> in. Jeff Hughes swings a ball over, but so do everyone's head. I can't go to a Wembley final because I've got little, DJ for Little Mix. <laughs> And so it's all relating back to the same club. The trophy, just quickly. Bournemouth oh, yep. 0, Lincoln 2, Dulwich Hamlet 1, Macclesfield 2. It's obviously 3-1 here to Rovers. York is still leading 1-0 against Brackley Town. So they are the possible opponents for Rovers in the in the uh, semi-finals. Brackley and Dulwich both still only a goal behind though. Both still in with a chance. It'd be nice to see one of them. There, so a Barrow though, boys. That's not, you know, we've still got... Barrow are two goals behind. 12 minutes to go here. But no, I was And we've been following Tramia long enough to know that it's never that simple. I was just getting at that. It'd be nice to see one of the so-called smaller side, clubs sorry. maybe reach the Richie semi-final there. The oh, yeah, we'll be the <laughs> Which is always funny. Yeah, it is always funny. Yeah. Well, it was, um, it was a Halifax... A tangle, don't we? Halifax last year won it, didn't he? Yeah, beat Grimsby, Grimsby, in, Grimsby the final. in the final. The team that had already been relegated beat the team that had already been promoted. You love to see it. So Cole Stockton has got to be Cole, Cole Stockton's got to be fancying a hat trick. I'd, I'd, last again, player, I'd love to see it. A little quiz question: Last Tranmere player to score a hat trick at Princeton Park. Oh, Princeton Park. Him? I was going to say Ryan Lowe away, isn't it? At um, at North, well, at, against. Maybe I, know, I know. I know. Can I answer or have we got away for thingy? If you want to send in your answers on the chat Last box, I'll it. wait, but I know it was because it was on my birthday a few years ago. I know it was. I've got no yeah, idea. I think it was, yeah. yeah. That was that was the sound of me trying to remember when Jake's birthday was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, I, I'm not oh, I might, I might have it just yet. I might have it. So we, we'll give the listeners a few minutes just to see if anyone knows. A little bit of another trivia. Foul another another 25 yards out. It's from another Danny Livesey, I think. It's that another is. bad tackle. And that, that's a, you know, that's a, the sort of tackle you make when you're three-one down, your head's going. And it's on Adam Mecky. Adam Mecky is had. Are people just trying to take out every winger at this club? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be playing a one-one-one-one-one-one <laughs> soon. <laughs> so, Andy Mangan fancies this one. Good effort to uh, set up the uh, the third goal. He's not scored today, Andy Mangum, but he's had Adam a really, really good the game. Last one. Yeah. So Mangi's turn kills it towards goal. Andy Mangan! Andy Mangan! Twenty-five <laughs> yards out, he kills the ball past Jonathan Flat in the Barrow goal. Andy it's Shamir Rovers four, Barrow one. Andy Mangan <laughs> with an Andy Robbo-esque free kick. Absolutely whips it 
into the corner. I'm sure Ben Tolletat with us would have been putting his name forward for that one. But I'm sorry, Ben. I'm quite glad you weren't on the end of that. What a brilliant free kick. What would I say? He's not scored today, but he's had a really good yeah, game. Thoroughly deserved. We have not scored a free kick, direct free kick. He has just put one in from fully 30 yards into the postage stump. What a goal, Andy Mangan. Paul Harper, get that goal online within four minutes of full time. <laughs> what a great free Adam kick. Because Adam Mekki drives through. forward again. And he plays one in. And he's fat. Oh, oh. it's just over there, the call stock. And the is there. Oi! Penalty! It's a penalty! It's a penalty. Oh, my God! We are in dreamland. Will Cole stop and take it and go for the 82nd minute. And Tramier have got a penalty. This is... Am I dreaming? Is this real life? This is a cup quarter final, by the way. <laughs> this is not pre-season. I told oh, you. Tweet. Jack Hughes. Off. The sun was shining is down on the us. Ball to Cole Stockton. King Cole, come on. Cole Stockton, a chance for a first professional hat trick. Right. Say no more. Let's hope the man can do the business. Cole Stockton. As Cole Stockton steps up. going to call this, boys. Come on. He steps up. A chance for a first professional career hat-trick for Cole Stockton. Yes! Yeah! 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 Jonathan Flat the wrong way. And it's 5-1. I got told off for saying it before. But I think that's game, set and match. <laughs> Tramia Rovers all, all put into the semi-finals here. As Scott Davis and Steve McNulty have uh, a little man hug uh, yeah. on the edge of the Tramia area. Yes! Right, and that answers our question. Higgins has got it right. The last hat-trick at Prenton Park was Cole Stockton. <laughs> that's it. Before that, it was, it was my reckoning. Jake Cullen. Jake Cassidy. Colchester oh, at yes, home. It was Jake Cassidy. Colchester at home. Zoom and Abakayogo, the love of my life, got oh. the other goal <laughs> on that day. It was, yeah. Oh, I, I forget about that. Oh, I From love Mira football. Rovers 5. Do you know what 1. You are listening to the official <laughs> Trammy Rovers radio station. Richard Paul Harper, Scorers. Jake Keogh, Matt Hibbert. Ben Tollett. What a team. What a midfield. <laughs> We're going to have to reunite for the for the semi-final. Richard score on six. And you know what, Richard? <laughs> the last two minutes we've had, it could easily be eight. <laughs> Let's quickly get a reaction because we haven't heard off Toll. Five for the one. past three goals. <laughs> great second half performance by the boys. Yeah, good second half. Um, obviously, just uh, had a little word in the, in the dressing room at half-time and come out flying in the second half. It's on our way. The, the goals have been, have been like quality, quality goals. To be fair, um, but we are quality, aren't we? So, sorry. We are quality, says Ben Tollett, and I would have to agree. So this afternoon, great performance by the boys. Please fear Cole getting his hat trick. Yeah, Cole the goal, Stockton. That's his nickname now. Cole the goal, Stockton. Five-one. We win five-one in senior football. So. Well done to Cole Stockton as he uh, shepherds the ball and uh, it's nicked away from him right by the corner flag. So it's a Tramir throw in which Lee Bourne will take. Let me read that scoreline again to you. If you're just tuning in, it's Tramir Rovers 5, Barrow 1. 
we Great. are cruising into the semi-finals of the FA Trophy. And we were one goal behind after 12 minutes. Great. It's been quite a comeback since then, though. Graham Robinson reiterating what Ben said. Just a, one simple comment. We <laughs> are quality. And it's lovely to hear the positivity between, obviously, the lads in the squad and the fans. Results like this are what you need going into the, the running, don't you? The As you can hear the fans. is bouncing. There were three and a half thousand people here, but it sounds like a lot more. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, Richie Sutton goes flying over the barrier. I hope he's all right. Yeah, he's bounced up, but he's gone up for the head of the ball. And again, Richie Sutton playing on when the ball's off the pitch. He's gone up for the head. Steve McNulty's laughing all at the sympathy <laughs> in the world by laughing at him. Steve McNulty knows what score it is. So he wasn't going to help Richie <laughs> up off the floor. He was just laughing at him as he flew over the barrier. But anyway, Adam Mackey Adam is, uh, was fantastically well. Back. Great play. Oh. Tries to find him with a nice little reverse pass, but it's intercepted by Turnbull. But Shamir back in possession. It's been a great oh, second half performance. And Jeff Hughes, as it, as always, midfield maestro. Ball's played down the wing, looking for Cole Stockton. Looking for his fourth goal of the afternoon. Well played, Lee Vaughan. Finds Maynard and Mangan. And Lee Vaughan just gets away. Well played, Lee Vaughan. What a tackle from Lee Vaughan. It's a chance. Mangan! Oh, Oh, my God. Inches away from his left foot as he swung to try and steer the ball into the back of the net. The lad's out of play. It's a barrow goal kick. Chances for a sixth goal, which would have been amazing. Oh, the lads going forward are being ruthless today. They're not looking like stopping a 5-1. The fans want more, the lads want more. Three minutes left in this one. To say that Adam Mackey has staked a claim today would be an understatement. I was just about to say, there's been an ode to Adam Mackey. The fans around the ground chanting his name. And I love to hear it. What The lads waited patiently for his chance with Mickey Mellon. And what a performance he's put in. He's, Mickey Mellon's definitely going to be scratching his head thinking about Adam Mackey on Tuesday night. He's, isn't got, it? he's got to start on Tuesday night, as simple as that. So it's Trammy Rovers 5. I, I love saying this. Trammy Rovers 5, Barrow 1. <laughs> Trammy Rovers 5, been, Barrow been, 1. I've been here for two years in this job. <laughs> We've never won anything like this before. So I'm going to enjoy it um, as Richie Sutton has the ball. On halfway, plays it back to and the Olays have started. The Olays from the stands. It's 5 1. Cole Stockton has a hat trick. We are cruising into the semi final of the Bill Base FA Trophy. We've got two minutes of normal time remaining. It's been an excellent second half performance. Going to ask you both for a man of the match suggestion. So get your thinking caps Ooh. on. Uh, 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 right now, or are you going to ask me shortly? Because we'll come back to it in about. Come back to it. I need a few seconds. minutes. I've got. An, I've got an idea. Oh, I played. As Lois Maynard plays the ball out wide to Richie Sutton. Trammy now just passing the ball around their own half. Really, as the, yeah. the fans, very new campesque, <laughs> O'Lean. Long no time white. since we heard that. There's no white handkerchiefs out. No. It's been a long time Olay's since we heard Olay's football by Rovers I this mean, afternoon. It, this second half performance has been 
it's, what, it's Mary, been a, Mary, one of the best performances I've I'm seen in Park in a long time. i a question to you just quickly and then we'll go to the man of the match. But is, Mickey Mellon's got a bit of a selection dilemma ahead of, of uh, Tuesday night's game. He has. Um, but it's a good dilemma to have, isn't it? It's, you know, Cole Stocks and Andy Mangan have been fantastic up front. Yeah, do you know what? After Saturday, after Tuesday night, sorry, with the injuries, he maybe Mickey Mellon was in the wrong dilemma this week with the attacking options. He, he'd had his options cut short, but the lads are now, obviously, the two top goal scorers, James Norden and Andy Cook, both on the bench. And we're winning 5-1. Everyone else has definitely staken a claim. Cole He's got Stockton's all got the right... Trick. He's going to have the right headache on Friday night, certainly. As uh, Richie Bennett tries to win a free kick for Barrow. Dulwich Hamlet equalised against Macclesfield, by Ooh. all accounts. Let me check the scores. Let me have your man of the match then, Matt. Um, hard to pick. There's been some great performances. I think Michael Hickway at the back has been fantastic. Um, Cole Stockton with a hat-trick. Andy Mangan... Adam Mechie since he came on, but for me, Louis Maynard in central midfield has been, like you said, Jake, a Yaya Toure-esque performance. And I don't mean he's unhappy because he didn't get a birthday cake. I mean, he's been fantastic in central midfield. Yeah, a quick comment before I give my man of the match. Louis Maynard, as we were saying earlier, the battle are a very big side. And when you're playing against big physical sides like this, you need players like Lois to step up, don't you? And he's done so, he's... He's a big lad, but he's in and amongst a few big Barrow lads, and he's completely dominated in there, hasn't he, Paul? Yeah, after the first sort of 20 minutes when Barrow were probably on top, I think for the rest of the rest of the 90 minutes, we've we've dominated in all all areas of the pitch. So it's been a great performance since the since as I say, since that first 20 minutes. What about Ben's man of the match? Ben, so give us a man of the match. Your thoughts. I don't think you, you can't give it to the lad who scored the most goals in the game, <laughs> to be fair. Um, I mean, yeah, like L Lois, like you've all said, has, has had an absolute stormer. Um, you going to start calling him Yaya? I'll just keep calling him Lois because he's my mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm calling him Yaya. Um, but, like, Icky at the back as well, um, he's been quality. Um, but, I mean, it's just, I, I, I don't know. You, you can't score a hat-trick in a game and not get man of the match, in my opinion, so I'll just give that to Cole. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. And we can't say further than that, can we, really? Cole starts in. Had a very good game this afternoon. He does have a lot of players. He's stick to, to claim, hasn't he? Fair. Yeah. Well, Ben's going to uh, head downstairs. Thank you very much for your company this afternoon. You enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been good. Um, must have brought a bit of luck, hadn't he? So we'll see you're, you in the semi-final, semi Ben. Then. You're going to do the commentary with us in the semi-finals? If I can, yeah, and you know, don't see why not, but we'll see, see what happens. Cheers, Ben. Mr. Ben Tollett. Thanks, Thank Ben Tollett. He heads off back Cheers. downstairs to the changes. To join in the celebrations. Uh, join in the uh, celebrations after. Forest Green now winning 4 3. What? Trying to be some party in that changing rooms. And not just going through to the second round, but going through comfortably. Semi-finals, not the second round. The, the next round, I was meant to oh, say, sorry. Round. Sorry, I, I, did, I know I said second, I was meant to <laughs> say next round. We're well, all getting all far too excited. Take here. us back to the second round, we'll do it all again, because what a <laughs> lovely little cup run this has been. So foul on Liam Rydow, over nope. on the far-hand side. In all seriousness, like, what am I going to do like on the, if we get to the <laughs> final? 
you'll be able to listen to us on You've got Mixalong. the best of both worlds. No, I haven't, unless we can charter a, a, a helicopter. Well, we've, got 30 to, we've got 32 grand in the bank there. From the, the Right, let's put it to good use. Let's get me a helicopter <laughs> so I can get back in time for a little mix from Wembley. I'm going to FaceTime you from the press box at Wembley. Oh, go I'll, in the press I'll box. show you the match. You can show me, Perry Edwards. We're all winning. <laughs> Unless I get to so neck Jesse from Little Mix, I'll be really annoyed. <laughs> we speak far too much about Little Mix on these programmes. I just think they're a good pop act, that's all. <laughs> Number one pop act in the world, and well, they're coming to Prenton Park in May. We're all dot live if you want to get your tickets. There we go. Peter Shaw, if you're listening, I've given you your, your plug. So there can't be too much more left to play. No, as uh, Lewis Maynard plays the ball forward, but it's uh, thumps back into Tranmere half yes. by Zara. Referee blows the final <laughs> whistle. Let me read the scoreline once again. It's finished here at Prenton Park. Tranmere is five. That's F-I-V-E on the video printer. Barrow won. Great performance by the boys, especially from the first 20 minutes when we went a goal behind on 12 minutes. Yeah, don't forget Jordan we... Jordan Williams opened the scoring for Barrow. Thunderous shot into the roof of the net. Equalise it on 33 minutes. Cole Stockton with the uh, with the goal. No, Michael Ahekwe. Michael Hickway got the equaliser. I've, my head is all over the place. Michael Ahekwe from... Paul, calm down. Put your trousers back on. <laughs> <laughs> that's only on Wednesdays. Michael Ahekwe funded the ball home to make it 1-1. And that's how it, it uh, ended by uh, at half-time. Great second-half performance. I can't even remember who scored the goals and when. But it's been four goals in the second half. <laughs> Matt, a cold stock to Patrick and an Andy Mangan free kick. Matt, give us your, uh, give us your <laughs> final Four half is well enough over here. Um, just from the moment they took the lead... Barrow, that was one of the most complete 90-minute performances. Fantastic. The second half, we have, I've not seen us dominate a team like that in a long, long time. As the, the players come off to a rapturous, you can hear the fans, a rapturous round of applause from all over the ground, all sides. Yeah, like I said, during the match, the lads didn't look like stopping. We were still knocking no. on the door of 5-1. As Mickey... And you love to see it, don't you? Mickey Mellon with the fist pump to the cop. You're making my dreams come true, you wonderful Scotsman. As he, Mickey applauds the fans, the players come out, almost like a guard of honour down there. This was the performance and result we've been waiting for for a long, long time. And um, it was a privilege to be able to sit here with you lads and call it as it was, as it happened. As um, going home kicks in. Full time, 5-1 to Tranmere over there. It's been a long, long time since we could say that result. Sorry, what score was it? 5-1. 5-1. Five, five. Barrow 1. We are into the semi-finals. When's the draw, by the way? Draw takes place on Monday morning. Live on Periscope, I imagine, Live as always. And more importantly, we are now... Forest Green. waving to me, Mum and Dad, sorry. Forest Green at home on Tuesday is on. So, thank you very much for tuning in to the official Tramier Rovers Radio. Yeah. My name has been Paul Harper. I've been joined by Matt Hibbert. Hello. Hello. No, you're saying goodbye now. We're, <laughs> we're signing off. Good. I haven't got a catchphrase for that. Jake Keogh, thank you for your company. Oh, thank you. And thank, tra <laughs> thank Tramier Rovers. Thank Mickey Mellon. 
Do you know, it's they, I, there's been times this season when you go home and you say, I hate football. <laughs> and I've said, I've said it a few times today. I love football. What a result. What a performance. Up the whites. Jake, I love football. I love Tramman. I love you right now. <laughs> Let's wrap this shenanigans up, shall we? It is full time. We will be back um, on Wednesday. With this is Tramia This alive. is Tramia. Hopefully after another good performance against Forest Green on Tuesday. Thanks for listening to everyone. This will be up on the showreel and up on SoundCloud and iTunes as soon as possible to listen back to a glorious five-goal victory for Tramia Rovers. Yeah, it's finished here. Thanks for your company. Tramia Rovers 5, Barrow 1. We are through to the Build Base FA Trophy semi-finals. Tweet us at Tramia Rovers if you enjoyed it. We'll see you on Wednesday with This Is Trammy. And we'll see you down here as well on Tuesday night for Forest Green at home in the big six-pointer at the top of the conference. How you feeling? Suwai me. Suwai